0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. You got to tidy your body up. I saw a man the other day. His body had a whole damn extra sideburn on his shoulder. Take care of yourself. People have sideburn on their nuts, everything. Take care of yourself with Manscaped. It's that time of year. Go to Manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code Theo. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. When you use code Theo, Manscaped clear out the leaves, perfect the lawn. It's your body's time to shine. I'm excited to announce that we've got brand new merch up on the TheoVonStore.com. They got the Rat King racing over there. If you like racing, getting speeding tickets, or doing um IndyCar, NASCAR. Hell, if you like to damn ticker, tickle your Uber 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 driver you'd Like to tickle him, damn. I need to tickle my throat and get these dang words out, you know. But if you like to do all that, head on over there, TheoVonStore.com, and we got that racing gear for you. Today's guest is returning to the show for his second time. Um, he is his life has changed a lot since then. When I met him, he was you know, living out of a trunk or something. I'm not a trunk, I don't know where he was living. I don't know, he was alive, but he was probably. Who knows? He could have been selling hair. Um, he's a good man, I'll say that, and he hosts one of the most popular and um, and unique shows in the universe, Sunday Conversations, and um, and he's part of Barstool Sports, and he is he is one of a kind. Uh, I'm grateful to have him back. Uh, now that his life has just really expanded so much, uh, he's my friend, and I say that honestly. Mr. Caleb oh Presley. God. Caleb Presley, Theo Vaughn, the Ovon, <laughs> I know, the Ovon, <laughs> Caleb Presley, um, man, thanks for coming back. Do you, you know we, you, this? Is your second time coming on. Yes, it is. I kind of finagled myself
1: on the first time, but yeah, it, feels it was good to be back for real. It was awesome, man. It yeah. was
0: cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, the producer at the time, Nick Davis, was like a huge fan of yours. Yeah, he was like. Um, he was like, You got it, this guy. You got it, this guy. You dude, know, he's my road dog. Yeah. What's he doing now? And he was right. He's doing well. He's still producing um, podcasts and doing some of his own stuff and betting online. Yeah. And spending time with his grandmother. Yeah, well, as you should, they're probably betting together. Oh, yeah, I think actually, <laughs> I did. One of the pics he sent me, I did see, I think, some slots in the back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what's going on, man? Oh, dude, I'm your neighbor. Yeah, that's true, huh? For a while. You moved out here to
1: Nashville. How's that been for you? It's been good so far. I haven't been here that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall's
0: like the busiest time of year for me, so I'm traveling. Mm. But uh, I've liked it so far. It's a lot of like they try to. I, I notice if you go downtown, you see a lot of fat stuffed in the boots. Dude, I, I
1: told you that. I was like, this is the, it's way fatter than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's all love, but it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fats out here. Oh, it, it, there is. There's, and mostly on the female side. And I'm not even saying, not even looking from a sexual per, uh, perspective. Like, yeah. There's just a lot of girls who are.
0: They're on Broadway. Oh, yeah. And they're, and they're fat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thick,
0: baby. They're thick now. They're thick. thick. Yeah, they changed thick. it, man. But yeah. it Because it is, you know, they definitely, fat has become more designer. Yeah. I think the Kardashians did that because they had that kind of desert fat, that ass, you Did know? you
1: see the story that uh, Kim apparently like cut her ass off? Uh-uh. It's off now.
0: Wow. And did they do anything with the meat or whatever? I think they had to, have, but I don't know what they did with it. What would Uh, you have done with it? Oh, I'm sure she gave it to blacks, man. If you've seen, like, a lot of her history, you know? Yeah. She does a lot of stuff for, like, the African-American community. And
1: you think they would reappropriate it or just eat it?
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't know, dude. (laughs) Look, I'll tell you this. If I got a half pound of uh, Dashian ass in the mail, bro. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I might sear it, but I might not cook the whole thing, you know? yeah, yeah, I mean, look,
0: <laughs> I'm leaving the middle of rare, yeah. I'll be honest, bro. I am, bro. And I think I'm eating it alone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: you might have to, dude. Honestly, candlelight dinner and and you're going to be hungry afterwards, too, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for dessert. And that's going to be a hard meal to follow up. Oh, that's going to be a hard meal to follow
0: up. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. I didn't know that they were cutting off their butt. Yeah, I think it's I, – I mean, I don't know if that's true. I saw it online. Yeah. So – could be true dude it probably biden's doing it or whatever um yeah man you're here so what has that been like like were you kind of like what was kind of the 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 idea with coming to nashville what was like was there like a big goal behind it or just well i was in so i lived in new york for like 5 or 6
1: years because wow, that's where the, really? where the barstool headquarters is oh yeah and i'm still with barstool i don't some people don't know if i am or not what i am and um just because my show is just so I'm not at the headquarters. So they have like a headquarters in the in New York City where everyone goes in every yeah, day. I've been in there, and a lot, and actually, like a lot of the people who work for Barcelona are not there anymore. But I was always there, and then just left, and people were like, "Some people were like, 'What are you gone?'" Yeah, people don't know sometimes. But anyway, so I moved to Florida. Uh, COVID in New York City was ass. Oh, dude, they were like, they got way too serious about it. Well, also, it's they didn't drop the they, they didn't drop the prices. Oh, damn. You know, if you feel like you're being really
0: serious about it, it'd be like you you give relief to some of your people. Yeah. You think you discount people a little bit, you know, you know, it could have a- just been my landlord. Though. Right. <laughs> know, that's you know? true.
1: But anyway, so I got out. Of, I got out of New York. It was just kind of crazy. And I was I was playing golf a lot at the time. I was like and I dedicated my life to be a professional golfer. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I moved to Florida to pursue that. And I was serious about it, as serious as you could possibly be. And what did that entail? Like, would you get up in the morning and do golf? Yeah. So this is my whole thing. So during COVID, I played golf for the very first time. Okay. Because my whole life, and this is kind of like you, I've tried to convince you to come play with me. And Mm -hmm. this is kind of the same thing you say to me, is like, I would tell my friends, I don't want to hold you guys up. Yeah. Like, I don't mind coming, but like, I don't have any of my own clubs. You're going to have to buy my balls, tell me the rules. I'm going to stink and it's going to just ruin y'all's time and that's not what i'm trying to do yeah i don't want to be like looking for you like waving from far away and that or if you guys stuff. are having a fun time i don't want you to be like oh caleb's still hitting or whatever it is yeah but then finally during covid there's no other options mm. so then i was like i guess they're like Caleb, come what, what else are we gonna do and so i played one time and the, i was hooked immediately wow. i was like this is the best sport i've ever played in my life and I I grew up playing sports football basketball whatever yeah I was like this is my favorite sport I've ever played, and then I was like looking around I was like looking into it and I was like these guys who are professional golfers are not even that good of athletes uh-uh they Some don't seem are, to be yeah so there's a lot of fats yeah a lot well, of I, fats dude. I seen a couple
0: of them on Broadway oh dude I saw John Daly one night <laughs> overdose on I don't even know what it was gin I think. And get carried out of a bar, like, get carried out of a restaurant. Yeah. Not even a bar. <laughs> what restaurant was it? Um, it was 1230 Club downtown.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: now, look, it's a great establishment. It's uh-huh. the kind of place where you could have so much fun that you got to have a, you know, it's, they got to send an ambulance for you because, you know, your whole vibe is on fire. But, yeah, they had, to, they had some dudes carrying them out. And one dude like fire like firemen carried him, yeah. you know? I keep on waiting for this to
1: like have like a joke in it, but so far it seems <laughs> it seems pretty accurate to what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I just turned it on one of those people that's just had a, like <laughs> videoing him. I didn't put it up because it felt kind of embarrassing. But yeah and but the crazy thing was I saw it happen again where they carried John Daly out of a ball out it, of a place. I mean it probably happens to him pretty often. Yeah, I think he's definitely become kind of like the cat like He's like the bag, you know, he's the bag of clubs. Dude, can you imagine how to carry him? Oh, I can't even imagine. You the caddy him out. <laughs> Dude,
1: well, so one time <laughs> one time I was in uh this is like early on in my career, and I was trying to figure out what I was doing. Like, you know, I was working at Barcelona trying to figure out what kind of content I was making or like what where was my lane. So I was just trying a bunch of different stuff. So one time, and I love John Gruden. You remember the coach John oh, Gruden? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were on an email chain with him, weren't you? I was on an email chain with him that I should not have been on. You know <laughs> yeah. How on it, yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, and this is when he was not coaching. He was just doing his football show. All right. I was like, I'm going to do a segment. And in hindsight and saying out loud, it's, it sounds dumb. And it was. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to find him. <laughs> <laughs> Finding John Gruden. Like, just find him. And there was no, like, there was no, like, find them, And then I'm going to, it was like, I'm just going to find him. And, uh, so anyways, I was like doing all this research, talking to people who knew. Him.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Just so replying to Bucks fans, DMs. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, right, I'm gonna find this guy. Anyways, I ended up in Tampa and they're like, he, he, his headquarters is in the Hooters, the original Hooters. Oh, wow. Like that's where he runs his show from. That's where he shoots his show from. Wow. And so I was like, all right. So I went to the original Hooters. I was at the restaurant. And it's in Tampa and I was eating. I was like, You guys seen John Gruden recently? <laughs> and they're like, Yeah. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I was like, well, where's his office? It's in here, right? They're like, oh no, no, no. It's in corporate.
0: I'm oh. Like, and that's corporate right across the street, across the parking lot. Wow. So you're there, huh? And did you wear something nice? You just wore just regular clothes. Yes, yeah, wore regular clothes. Wow, it's it cool. Early in my career. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even at the close stage of <laughs> <in> your career. <laughs> and uh I walked across the street. And I went into the corporate office and I was like, I'm here to see John Gruden. And the, by the way, corporate office of Hooters. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> and, uh, damn, bro. That's and, the corporate office too of the world when you think about it. It's the corporate office of every 11 and 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 year old boy. I mean, I
1: still got my hat on. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this was, the, I didn't even know we were telling the story today. Um,
0: but anyway, yeah, so I, baby, them tits, boy.
1: I, I also hosted the Hooters conference this year or the the pageant. We can talk about that later. But so I go in there and I was like, I want to see John Gruden. They just took me back. Like, well, take, take to his office. Yeah. He wasn't there, but his assistant gave me a tour and he's like, what are you looking for him for? I was like, oh, I don't even remember what I said. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I was here to see him, you know? (laughs) And so show me around the office. This is where they shoot. This This is where he does this. And they're like, this is uh, John Daly's room. And I was like, what do you mean? John Daly's room. And they're like, and they open it up. It's a, you know, like the Chronicles of Narnia, a wall that has a bunch of books and you can push it open. Yeah. It was literally that. Wow. You push it open and it was just a very small room, smaller than this room. And it had a mattress on the floor and a, like a little putting thing. And I guess John Daly lives in there. Wow, really? <laughs> inside <laughs> inside John Gruden's office, inside the
0: Hooters headquarters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, he, and they say he parks his bus out back and then
0: whenever he just needs a place of, Be outside his bus he goes in there oh wow so he goes and stays in a bus also yeah that's almost the most homeless shit you can do i feel like like live in a Hooters and live in a bus, like be in a bus. But I guess if you love living in a bus, dang. And so did it have like a sink or anything in there?
1: Yeah, I think it's probably just because people get so, I mean, if you're trying to carry him back, yeah, you know, you want to walk up the stairs onto the bus. So sometimes it's probably just easier if it's a smaller person. He's at the restaurant with small people, maybe he's eating Chinese or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's taken right into the, lay him on the ground.
0: Damn, I can't believe that, dude. See, that's a good top secret way to go about business. A lot of businesses, I feel like think too much, like let's put the business in this big business you know Applebee's yeah they're Mm -hmm. like oh every time you go in you know whoever (laughs) you know everybody's doing Applebee's Mm -hmm. bro but it'd be crazy as fuck if you look under like a a table or you move a booth and there's like a marathon gas back in there yeah
1: there's just a big computer John Gruden Gmail
0: (laughs) (laughs) damn dude I wonder if that's where he was sending those wild emails from I don't even really know what he said but apparently it was bad dude I got a wild story like that so one time I went over to there were some dudes, man, two white guys. One of them wasn't white. And we went over there and um, it was about business, right? Yeah. So I go over there and uh, and I'm ready for business or whatever. And it was like a business meeting. So anyway, they said, hey, it was in like the Hollywood Hills somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, do you know this is um, Jared Leto's house, right? No way. <laughs> And I was like, "Really, this is Jared Leto's house?" Mm-hmm. And um, and so next thing you know, there's a bunk. There's like a, they're like, "You want to see something cool?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here for business." Yeah, right. you know. So they open up like it looks like a huge refrigerator door from like uh, the Dharma Initiative or something from Lost. Yeah, right. They open it up, and it's like a hallway from like the 1930s or something. His house was part of the property was a bunker, like a war bunker that was like built into like a hill. and we walk back in there, bro it's like walking back in time. you're like in like it was like a nineteen like third forty 50 s hospital or something there's um <laughs> there's like a cafeteria and <laughs> that was insane bro there was like seventy thousand square feet of bunker. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like probably like a nice four thousand square foot house, you know, like yeah. <laughs> but the amount of bunker that he had, I can't even imagine, bro. It's like I got two questions. One, do you think you're getting trolled for saying that? I don't know with who the
1: military. Yeah. Well, I did not even think about them. Just no. with with him. And two, what business meeting was it? I hope not. I don't think the military will care. What kind of business meeting were you doing at Jared Leto's house?
0: Uh, I don't remember. It was like about. Dude, I've heard some stories. I'm not sure it was a business meeting. Really, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't there. Oh, really? It was two other. He had a couple little land sharks there. Yeah. A couple, you know, um, uh, employees, coworkers. You probably got to work your way up before you can even meet him or see him. Well, years later, I met him. Oh, really? Yeah. Now we're like, you know, buddies. You know, uh, like not friends, but like you know, like text and say hey, and I see him at the UFC fights. You watch his movie Morbius? I went to the premiere. How was it? I don't think those are my kind of movies, you know? Well, me neither. I didn't see it because, for that
1: reason. And it was, it, I mean, I'm actually a huge fan of his, but uh,
0: yeah, I didn't watch it. Um, And I didn't like Bats, you know? We didn't have a lot of, uh, I don't think we had a lot of Bats growing up around our area. And so I didn't really know anything about Bats. And so I think a lot of it, I was trying to just figure out what Bats, get the whole concept of it. You like know, what are kinda, they?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, Why are they? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dude, I'll tell you a movie you would hate. What? Batman. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Dude, the whole thing, I don't want to spoil it, the whole thing's like bat-centric. Oh. you probably get some more explanation and clarity on like what it is, but
0: you really probably would not like it at all. You know, there's shit, you can light it on fire. That's what I read somewhere, the bat um, droppings or whatever. Or heard you could light it on fire. Yeah. You- that's just a myth. I don't know where to. You know, I don't know. That could be true. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah. But I wonder if John Gruden works in there that little bunker. That would have been crazy if he was in there. That, do you think they have a staff in there? I don't know, man. I mean, I know he he like his band. They do like some pretty wild parties. Yeah. Bring up a thirty seconds to Mars party. I think it's called thirty seconds to Mars. You just
1: kind of hear stories, but I mean, I don't know. I've never met him, and it seems like kind of a different life than
0: definitely i live and probably you too is what they're kind of doing um he's very beautiful you almost he's he has he kind of embodies like woman man and child in one you almost don't know if you want to put him on a school bus or like uh (laughs) you know or um you know he seems like he's always in a wedding kind of he kind of has that vibe (laughs) that makes sense yeah i don't know why throws an eye it did make sense they do some real fancy parties um, him and his brother. He's from Louisiana, dude. There's nothing like just it
1: gives you the feel of a concert, like <laughs> reading an article. <laughs> yeah, that's true, dude. <laughs> I'm like trying Get to read a this damn JPEG, bub. No, I've oh. seen though. I mean, I've seen. I mean, it's a, yeah. They do some exotic. He, well, he's things like there. Uh, you know a cult leader and stuff like that, or excused of it. And I don't know if that's. I don't, I don't think that's bad. Yeah, but the fact I don't even know accused maybe is a harsh
0: word. Like he, it, he's like someone made a rumor he was an awesome cult leader i don't know first of all if i'm a cult leader good for me i feel like (laughs) right yeah i hate how they're always like oh this fucking cult leader you know or whoever you know or like whoever it is billy graham or like mike lindell or whoever these people are you know like uh who the guy that did the xfl you know all that shit but it's like (laughs) i am in. If I'm a cult leader, I'm fucking, let's do it. Yeah, what would you do for your cult?
1: What would you have them do? Or what do they need? What do you? someone need to do, like, once they're in, how do you maintain your membership? I think sex, mostly. It seems like (laughs) like you're right on the
0: same page as pretty much everyone else, I think. I mean, the only reason you get into a cult, I feel like, is probably for some kind of light sex, you Mm. know? I don't know. We had a guy one time on here who beat... What's that he has like a disease or something where you can't talk. Mm. Uh he had a stutter. <laughs> and he he was in um he was in that X M V cult. Yeah. X I V, the one that they busted the guy. Really? Yeah. And then we did what happened with his stutter? It his went stutter. away. They cured it though. So
1: Really. That, did I it look, come
0: back after or No, he didn't have one when I saw him. Really? You know? It could have flared up later. I don't know. But he uh I just believe if there's enough people around you fucking dude it can heal diseases I think do you see that story about have you been watching House of Dragons the, the new Game of Thrones I Thermal watched show? the first one and I got I couldn't understand what was going on so I'm gonna start over
1: they said I, I mean I just read an article it was like they have a scene it was in a brothel. again no spoilers but there's a scene where they're in a brothel mm-hmm. and uh, the main actress was like they had extras in there who met each other that day who had to
0: 69 for 14 hours on set that day oh, really really okay this is my question for you then man if you're throwing out some real gas out here uh would you rather be the person on the top or on the bottom you think bottom yeah yeah because you're kind of relaxing yeah (laughs) yeah you're chilling yeah you could rest i bet they made them switch like every half hour but no because continuity oh yeah yeah you get deep
1: into editing you find out they had to stay exactly the same spot (laughs) yeah and probably doing the same thing too it's not a joke dude they probably had to literally because they're doing the same shot over and over and they have to have they switch angles the people in the back have to be doing the same thing so if you're doing this
0: and you you got to do the same speed 12 hours 69 is for children i think it's hard as you the older you get it's harder to do yeah you know I've always thought that 69 is more for children. Not children, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like well, of eight people who want to fuck that or yeah, whatever like, age, like. as long as they're both cool with it. 18? Yeah. In most states. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um dude, I oh, dude, I was on a I was on a we shot a TV show one time and they had it was like a there there was this party scene. And the guy who was uh remember that song it was like climbing the stairway to heaven Mm -hmm. so we're there's a party at that there's like a we shooting at that guy's house right yeah i think i think it was that guy and um they had people like fucking doing sex at the party they hired Mm -hmm. them, right so they were supposed to be in the background having fun just having sex right so we're just been doing this acting all day this scene and stuff and finally you know, it gets on in the evening and then those those actors get there and they're just like fuck, they just start they just, <laughs> the guy be like all right move over here here fucking, <laughs> and fucking and balloons the last person some guy was supposed to be blowing up balloons so you're like okay one here yep fucking balloons <laughs> and then the scene would start <laughs> and these people were just and the the one of them had been like I just came from fucking somewhere else and I was like damn they just travel uh, those types of people just travel and that's their life you know do you think you'd be able to do that if you had a I mean you're getting into
1: acting a little bit aren't you a little thinking about it or yeah so do you think that you'd be able to do that do you think you'd be able to
0: No, but would you? What would you say if they had? That was a big part of your script. I would say, look, man, I'm going to (laughs) try. I'm not going to make any promises, and I think we should have an alternate ending to this scene. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because I just, my whole life, I've never been a great. Mm. You know, that's not been like I'm good. I'm good at. I'm good. Like. I'm good, like the pre. You know when the guy walks to the ring, yeah, and the music's playing, dude, yeah. and they're checking him down, and the yeah. big black guy shows up and pats him down or yeah. whatever. But that's before foreplay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm good at that. <laughs> I'm good at fucking. Let's you know, let's be ready. Yeah, we ready. I'm good at all the <laughs> intro music and everything. <laughs> it's just once it starts, I think sometimes it's just too much. I don't know if it's the viscosity or what it is, and then some. So, but I'm. Yeah, I'm just not a distance runner. I'm more of a shot put. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know. But I mean that—that's in the Olympics,
1: yeah, and people can make careers off that. They're not—I don't think it's good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I think true. you probably have to have another one as
0: well. That's true.
2: Dude. But yeah. still,
0: you're lucky to have background on like a Campbell's Chunky Sue bad. I think is your. You might actually be in that scene yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we were talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to ball fall. They're calling it. That's what they're calling it because fall, winter. Fall is just winter's uh, sun, just his weak sun. And winter, that's, that's coming. And it goes for your balls first. You know that, the chilliness. So it's that time of year you got to take care of your body. You got to till the soil. You got to make sure that everything is uh, scaped. You know what I'm talking about? Manscaped. Join the over 6 million men. God, that's a lot of men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off with free shipping with code Theo. I use Manscaped trim my body. I'll trim a whole little bag of hair, little sandwich bag, keep it in there, put a date on it, save it for mom. Whether you're brand new or already with us at Manscaped, you could use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the platinum package 4.0. Shine your whole body up. Get you well. The lawnmower, that body trimmer, finally you can get around that bag. And the weed, whacker, nose, and ear hair trimmer, get all the way in there. You can get deep in there. Damn, trim everything. Trim some old thoughts out of your head. Go to manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code T-H-E-O. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped. Dot com when you use code Theo, Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunks' time to shine. And now a word from our sponsor, better help. You know, I remember having so many problems, it's all I had. All I had was problems. Over here, a problem. There a problem. Everywhere a problem, problem. All I had with did pro- stacks of probably like, dang. People couldn't get in the door. Hey, bud, I can't get in there. There's all your problems in there. So that's why I had to get with BetterHelp. BetterHelp will help you create problem-solving tools to eliminate some of those problems, create some fang shui in you, clear out the all the luggage that you're carting around. That's right, BetterHelp. It's convenient, accessible, and f- affordable. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time. I've had, uh, I've had the benefit of feeling less stressed, uh, more hopeful, and just an overall um, sense of possibility, whereas I used to just have a sense of uh, stress and dread. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash t h e o today to get 10 off your first month that's better h e l p dot com slash theo what uh if you're your sexual uh, finesse yeah if you had to put that in an olympic sport this is good yeah what would yours be you think olympic sport wrestling Ooh, really so it's a lot of like all like Chair out of the ring type of stuff. Both people have their clothes on. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) But trying, you know. We're trying. (laughs) Dude, neither person has a boner. (laughs) 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 You hope. (laughs) Dude, I remember one time we met this Chinese kid, and he'd never seen wrestling before. And then we told him it was two guys trying to fuck each other. He believed it. Yeah, he believed it, totally. (laughs) But the whole time, he's like, he's just like wondering why they couldn't both do it. You know, he's like, this seems so crazy. Yeah. Still a winner. Yeah,
1: still a winner, man. That's good. Wrestling is good, man. Have you been doing jiu-jitsu? I saw another story. Not to just keep giving you uh, pop culture stories, but Tom Hardy, the guy from Batman, which you wouldn't like, Yeah. um, he won a jiu-jitsu competition. He entered into a jiu-jitsu competition- under his name,
0: and won it, like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu competition. Damn, huh? Tom Hardy? Let's get an image of him. Get a JPEG of him. Bring up an article. Let's read it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. And he won it,
1: huh? They said he was, like, uh, preparing for another, uh, for, I guess, oh, he was in a movie called The The Wrestler or Wrestlers. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, uh, won, and he started doing jiu-jitsu for that, and now he's like a blue belt, which I don't know where that ranks.
0: I haven't been – I probably haven't been to jiu-jitsu in two months. Really? But I've just been training. I've just been trying to like – I just kept getting hurt so much. Yeah. You know? Is it true what everyone says about it? Just how it's like – I
1: mean, if you watch podcasts from the outside looking in, which is kind of how, where I feel like I am on the scale, mm-hmm. it feels like – Almost all podcasters do jiu-jitsu.
0: Yeah. Why is that? I think I think probably, well, Rogan's, Ro, Rogan got everybody into the, Rogan like merged like these two worlds, right? Right. So that's where that like symbiosis happened. Right. And after that, you have everybody that kind of like, you start meeting all these guys and you're like, I want to be involved in this. I mean, I it seems this. cool. Oh, it's good, man. I did it for like my uh,
1: my senior project in high school. You, you went to, and did it? Yeah, you had to do something. I think I did MMA, which is the same thing. Yeah, that's the same thing. But I was a beginner MMA, so you had to start at Jiu Jitsu, I think. Right. You started well, doing wrestling.
0: Right. I think uh, Side control. That's it, all I remember. MMA is mixed martial arts. Yeah. So that's when they have uh kickboxing and wrestling. We didn't get into any of the kickboxing. Yeah, stuff. we didn't either. Yeah. We just stayed and wrestled. But it was it was good. Like it's it's
1: kind of weird because I would go when I was 18, so I was like, there's some old dudes in there. And, you know, they're big and they're stronger than you and they're like real sweaty. They're more sweaty. I don't know what old guys are sweatier than young guys. And that part of it turned me off a little bit. But I did like the physical component of kind of just exerting yourself. I was, I worked out with, you know, Will Compton. Yeah. I mean, I worked out with him today, this morning. We work out sometimes in Nashville. He lives here and uh, I don't have like really a workout schedule at all. And so we'll do like a little kind of easy workout. And, but this morning we did like conditioning. Mm-hmm. Which I never do. Like when I stopped playing football, I was like, "Dude, I'm never, I'm never doing <laughs> anything athletic again for the rest of my oh, life." Really? I was like, "I'm never working out." Like this is the stupidest thing. Like I've worked out so hard for my whole life. I'm never working out again. Wow. Which and I did it for a while, <laughs> and you start feeling real bad, you know. So, anyways, <laughs> I started doing. It. I'm pretty much still feeling bad. Yeah, yeah. You got to start feeling good. But man. we did conditioning this morning. I felt so much better after doing a conditioning than just a lifting weights. And I asked Will, I was like, "Why? Why do you think?" It feels so much better to do conditioning. He's like, well, you just go kind of like you can really exert yourself hard as you can. I feel like that's kind of the same thing with wrestling or you, you can't not you can't like half ass wrestling to you get your ass beat. Right. So that's something there's something to that It makes your your brain feel better, at least a, a little. Yeah, I think I think I know what you're talking about, but um I like going. To I was you. sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just saying. I said all that, but then I realized about conditioning. I didn't try my
0: hardest at all. Oh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what if I'm not trying? Yeah, I and wasn't.
1: I, was, I wasn't. Conditioning sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: conditioning <laughs> does suck, dude. <laughs> and then the only thing I realize I'm conditioned before I get back home and it's just me again you know like damn <laughs> yeah. now I'm you know I'm just alone again dude I guess I'll make a taco you know <laughs> it's like gosh
2: man
1: yeah we always go get those place in Nashville it's called 8th and Roast and we always go over there to get like a little burrito afterwards. Oh And yeah. <laughs> we've been, we have a hard day of conditioning. We up our burritos to two. Oh,
0: damn. So we only have one, but like today we had two burritos each. Bro, all you need is some boots. Now I'm telling you, dude, this, uh, there's something about Nashville, baby, where they just, you know, they just want to, how much fat can I get in this, this boot? Yeah. How much fat can I get in this boot? Do you, do you like Nashville? Like, are you going to stay here for everything? I, here's one thing I realized. I, the people in Nashville are awesome. Yeah awesome people a lot of unique folks passing through town yeah um some of the best gas station hangs yeah you i i go get coffee every morning at a gas station oh bro you hit some of these gas stations you need to go during the owl hours bro when the fucking owls are out there's one there's they got two owls land over there at night yeah and uh there's a guy out there and he sees the owls he tells you and then you owe him money, apparently, right? <laughs> That's a twice daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's that twice daily, baby, yeah. that tiger mark. Uh huh. So, dude, over there, bro, that dude, fucking, you got to pull up just before he sees those owls if you want to <laughs> fucking do it on the cheap. But uh, <laughs> but I love that kind of shit, you know. I love that. Um, I love that it kind of it's kind of like it still has some values to it. Definitely, it's a big town. Yes. That's what it feels like. Um, so I feel like fortunate that I'm here. Um, I don't know if I'll stay here forever. I don't know yet. I think if I had me a wife or something, maybe if I got a wife, then I would consider staying somewhere. But until I get a wife, dude, I think I'm just a rolling stone. It is kind of hard to decide. Like, I'm the, I'm the same way as you in terms
1: of I could live anywhere. Right. Because my work's on the road. Yeah. Like, I for my show, for Sunday Conversation, I go to the guest. So as long as there's an airport, I could live anywhere. But then you're like, I could live anywhere. And then yeah. you got to decide where you want to live. And you try a new city and you make a bunch of friends. And you're like, um, <laughs> see y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: going to go try somewhere else where I don't know anybody. That's what yeah. I think about this town. Oh, And yeah. y'all. Damn, yeah. Because some, and some people, they don't even, they don't know you're, some people don't even know you're gone sometimes, you know. People, it's like yeah it is hard to choose it's i feel sometimes i get so angry you can only live in one place at one time yeah that shit pisses me off but then there's guys like jimmy john who
1: we both know yeah who like i talked to him this morning because he was saying he had lunch with you yeah we went and had lunch the other day that late lunch the dinner <laughs> and he literally is in a different city every day yeah i was like dude how do you do this like how do you don't you ever want to just be at, at your house and he said something like, "He said something pretty cool. I can't remember what it was. He was like, i 'I'm not going to let the old creep in,' or something like that. I'm, I, this is not a dry run. Like, I, this is the the real deal, and I'm not. I'm going till I can't go. Yeah, but
0: I get tired sometimes. Yeah, I get tired pretty easy, man. He, yeah, that guy has like a million horsepower engine. That guy's a million horsepower. Built engine. different. Yeah, huge dog in him. Two, yeah, two dogs. Yeah, man. Uh, I think guys like that would have been great at almost anything they tried to do. Hundred thousand percent." Some people are just like you meet him you're like oh they'd be great at whatever like no matter what they did they would have figured it out little Jimmy oh his, Jimmy John's nephew yes now this young fellow is a let's use a word to describe little Jimmy it's big hmm mm. uh genius Hmm.
1: he's 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 like and for people who don't know Jimmy John I mean I know you had him on your show but like he's just you the had most- him on your show I had him on my show too. Your show probably gave him a more insight to his real personality, but uh, he—he's just like there's a he has an engine. He's he's super charismatic. Yeah, pull up some pictures of. I don't know if we can get it. We'll put him in after. Yeah, but he he's super he's super charismatic. Mm -hmm. He's super likable immediately. Yeah, he's super. You you feel he's accessible. Like he's not like. I mean, he's obviously a billionaire, but he's not like. Some type of person that you feel like you can't talk to him oh, about you mean, anything.
0: You mean John, Big uh, Jimmy, Jimmy John? John. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh yeah, dude. And then, and but then also at the same time, he is uh, his attention to detail and how smart he is and how much he he's thoughtful about everything. And I think Little Jimmy seems to be the kind of same way, which is kind of crazy because how old is Little Jimmy? Thirteen? I don't know. Yeah,
0: 13 he's, a, or he's 12. at his
1: camp, and I don't want to share too much of his details.
0: I think he got his first kiss at the camp. He did. He also motorboated himself for a little <laughs> while, which I thought was. <laughs> I mean, I look, I I just yes, I looked at I saw the video and I didn't see it because I wanted to see it. I wanted to make sure everybody was okay. But yeah, he did. He motorboated himself. Cool kid. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that kid, yeah, little Jimmy. It's I didn't know who we were talking about. Little Jimmy is like this like spitfire kind of he's kind of like a um kind of young Rush limbaugh of the outdoors, you know? Yes. But Rush ate pills and little Jimmy likes to hunt. Yes you know
1: he he is like and the reason I was even talking about Big Jimmy is just because he has all these qualities where you like you said he'll be successful at anything he tries yeah and you look at Little Jimmy and you're like this kid's gonna either be the president of the United States mm-hmm. or he's gonna be in jail yeah yeah and it's and we told him that it's like bro you gotta choose <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah you know dude. like you are you're a walking legend already but you president gotta, or prison baby <laughs> yeah that'd be good for children president or prison and you get to interview the kid yeah or just like a new line of Hillary Clinton shirts you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, how crazy. People forget that Bill Clinton went to – that he was University of Arkansas. How cra- – when you think that they went to University of Arkansas, that's the craziest part for me. I was thinking this
1: morning because I saw – oh, because the the Monday Night Football stuff with Peyton Manning. hmm And the Manning family, how they have their whole thing with, like, they got, obviously, Peyton and Eli, and then the brother. They got the young kid who's coming up who's supposed to be the Arch. best quarterback ever. And then they got the dad. They basically have their own, like, mafia. They're like their football mafia. Yeah. And like you hear like whispers and stories, like they are like the football mafia. Like if they want your show shut down, that thing's
0: shut down. Yeah. Or if they want your show to go, that thing goes. Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of pull. They've always had that in New Orleans growing up, and they had Cooper, the third brother. Yeah. And they always he was like he sold insurance or something, mm-hmm. but he'd have a commercial like I throw a policy over this fucking mountain, you mm-hmm. know? He'd have like that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know? You did crash that car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And his family's like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, <laughs> man um how was your whenever aaron Rodgers came through how was that was that pretty what was something what was that like he was the coolest so we probably had 30 or 40 guests on my Mm -hmm. show he was
1: the the number one coolest dude that you i didn't know what to think about i mean i had you on the show but i had met you a bunch of times before he was the coolest guy that i just didn't know what i was going to get he he could not have been he had this huge house we did it at Lake Tahoe at this golf tournament. And this is actually a good story. So I have like bookers. That's how I get my show. Most yeah. of the time. Sometimes I'll know the person, or sometimes they'll hit me up, or I'll hit them up on like Instagram. But most of the times it's a girl named uh, a woman named Kelly and uh another woman named Peggy who from our booking department who like put everything together. So Peggy books Aaron Rodgers on my show. And we get a list. I don't know how it is for your pod, but it's like I get a list of, like, would you be interested in these people? Yeah, same. And I always just circle, like, the best ones. I don't even – I just only, like, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, you know. And I never get any of them. Yeah. Or at least I hadn't got any of them in the past. And then I got a message or an email. was like, hey, Aaron Rodgers will do your show. And I was like, no way, really? It's like, awesome. There was going to be two months from then at the Lake Tahoe Golf Tournament because he's on, like, a Greek vacation or something. So we get to the tournament, and – we're out there in Lake Tahoe. I don't know if you've been, but it's a hard place to get to. You gotta to fly to Reno. You gotta fly cross country, fly to Reno, and then drive yeah, to hour. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're out there. It's not an easy place to get to. It's a beautiful drive. Yeah. It is awesome. Poor place to go. And then I hit up Peggy and Reno is like, bad. Reno's
0: growing. Reno's growing. <laughs> Reno's growing. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh dude, I, Reno's the only city I wouldn't donate blood in, dude. Honestly. <laughs> because i felt bad about leaving it there <laughs> really
1: it just yeah I just get like it's it's just a lot of cigarette smoke is honestly the only thing i
0: even think about reno i just think about how many cigarettes have been smoked inside there oh yeah yeah we got stuck in a casino one night there and they I, they found a body behind some of the machines in there me and um alive No, not alive they found a not-alive guy behind some of the machines. Did they even pick it up? Yeah, they got him out of there, dude. But uh, anyway, go on, your story. Sorry, yeah. I, <clears throat> I So
1: you get up this. there. It's tough to get there. It's tough to get there anyways. And so the, say the shoot's on a Tuesday. I don't really remember. The shoot's on like a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it's Monday. Yeah. And we're like, what time and where is this thing going to happen? And then um, Peggy, who's our booker, is like hitting up his agent or whatever. And it's like, we're going to get back to you. He's doing this, doing that. And then finally at night, they're just like, uh, we're going to be honest with you. We haven't talked to Aaron in two months, the agent. <laughs> he doesn't answer any of our calls. <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers. Dang,
0: it's like you guys are the Packers offensive coordinator.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Like he just lives in his own existence. Like he just is in this, he's in this lane or this like wave that he just riding. Yeah. And that's kind of how you feel when you're around him. He just kind of like, he's just on his own wavelength. And he just didn't talk to his agent for two months. So I'm out there. I'm like, what am I going to do? And actually shout out to big uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, that's awesome. Who worked at Barstool, and I was like, Pat, I hate to call in a favor ever, and I would, I don't know how I could repay you. Especially he's got what freaking two billion dollars now, and all the access in the world. He's on every show. But I was like, I really, here's the situation. Um, Rogers agreed to do the show. It's not like, it's not like I'm asking you to ask Rogers to do it. He said he would do it, right? But we just don't know where he's at. We can't locate him. Mystery. And so Pat talked to Rogers, who he responded to Pat, and he, he was like, show up at his house at this time tomorrow. So we get in there. He, The whole time we're with him, he doesn't take his, he doesn't have shoes on the whole time. Yeah. And he's
0: just like- That's a move right there.
1: He just, in his, I don't even know how to explain it. He's just cool. Like, he's old-fashioned cool. Like, you've, you're around him, like, this is a cool guy. And he was awesome on the interview, and then- Did we, he give y'all sodas or anything? He had a full staff. He had like a full- Wow. Like they made us drinks. I we had went out the night before and I think I was like a little hungover and he was like, You need a drink? Like I think he saw it in my eyes like you want a drink? And I was like, Yeah, I'll take a drink. Damn. So his staff like made me like a margarita. And we did the interview, it was awesome. And then we hung out, me, him, and Glenny Balls for like seven hours. No. Yeah, just sitting on his porch talking. And I asked him every question. I mean, I don't want to like Yeah, yeah, go too much into it, but I asked him every question that you could think of asking. Wow. Like off the record, like off the record. What do you yeah. think about this? he was super transparent, honest, answered every question. Questions you can't even believe would be answered by anybody. And he was just awesome, dude. He was just... I kind of have a man crush on him, I guess. I don't know. That's what what it's sounding like. I think he's just a stud. He's just really a stud.
0: Okay. And is he
1: handsome? Does he seem
0: handsome when you're around him?
1: I think he's traditionally probably... I think he's in the upper tiers of handsome, but I think... I think he would probably say he's... He's he's beyond, he's like a Beyond Burger for handsome like. Oh damn, he's the he, but he's the real deal. He, <laughs> you don't think about him being attractive when you're looking when you're with him. You think about like this Ooh. is, this is just like a. And I'm a football fan too, so like you know what he's done on the field, and like you know how good he is or what he does. Yeah, and then just so how he could be that cool too, and be on your own lane. He's super authentic, mm. or th- he is now. I mean, I don't know how he used to be before the ayahuasca or before his whole like. <clears throat> different I mean I think he's went through a lot of stuff I mean, everyone right knows he's
0: a, it. he seems like a journeyman he seems like a man who's almost traveled time now when I look at him yeah and he probably has when you left him that day did you feel like did you miss him yeah I text him right afterwards and I was like
1: we saw like a vaccination sign, like must be vaccinated. I said, "I was like, you can't come here, you know." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just text back, "like immunized, bro." Yeah. You know? And Glenny Balls feels the same way. He, he's uh, Glenny Balls going to kill me for saying this. He's Glenny Balls' background on his phone. Him wow. And Glenny Balls
0: like this is Glenny's background on his phone. I think that's sweet, man. You know, it's hard to find good male figures out there in the world these days, um, especially athletes too, because
1: it's been for a long time. Like, I mean, you're a huge sports fan, and so am I. It's like. For pretty much our whole lives, athletes haven't been able to, while they're playing especially, just like say wild shit and be like really good and have thought behind it. I mean, you hear some guys say some wild shit, but it's like they just didn't think about it. They accidentally said it. Right. But he's like, I don't care. Yeah. And you know, his his fan base is every type of person, every demographic, probably from multi-countries. Yeah. And he
0: just he just saying his truth, and it's it's kind of cool. That's what's so cool. That's about cool, yeah. yeah. It seemed like he has like he's like a six shooter. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled out a six shooter. Same. Yeah, I mean, he is, and he just shot a bunch of fucking cool ass fucking ideas into the world, no bullets. I wonder what he'll do after football.
2: Ooh.
0: You know, I got. Did he talk about ayahuasca?
1: Um, when I was with him, it was before his announcement that he had done it. Right. And he was like, I'm about to say something. He's like, he told me, he's like, I'm about to do this uh announcement that's gonna be pretty controversial. <laughs> and I'm an idiot. And, I was, and he was, I was like, what what is it? He's like, well just that I've been using a little plant medicine. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, bro, I was like, we like, I was like, we all know. I told him, I was like, dude, everyone knows that you've fucking taken ayahuasca. And he's like, You think? I was like, everyone knows, dude. Trust me. It's like that won't even make a blip on the news. <laughs> And he says it. it. was like every news story. I was like, dude, no one cares. Everyone knows. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got – because Aubrey, uh, uh, Aubrey Marcus invited me to go. I was supposed to go on that trip when they went. You didn't go? I had a show book somewhere. Shit. It was in, I think, Tulsa. And it had been sold out for like four months. I just felt like it. I couldn't – I mean, I could have maybe sent a mass email to those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and said like, hey, guys, I'm thinking about – doing this, you know? I don't know. But if if like 50 of them said no, we wanted to see the show, I probably would have done the <laughs> you show. Dude, I, honestly, if you were to live stream you and Aaron doing Ayahuasca, they'd probably been okay. <laughs> I should've, yeah. If I could have sold tickets to that, dang. Yeah, man.
1: But and he was, I mean, I I don't know if I butchered talking about it, but he is as cool of a guy as I've ever met in, in any walk of life. He's very, very cool to be around.
0: No, I think it's interesting, man, because you always kind of like, he's... He seems a little bit like – he doesn't seem like a company man. That's no. what I like about him. No.
1: I could see how he'd be frustrating to play with or definitely to coach. Yeah. you would. But at this point in his career, you like don't – Like trying to coach a rattler. You don't want to coach him. A smart one. Yeah. Who's probably better at
0: being a rattler than you are. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't understand how any good quarterback has a quarterback's coach who was not a good quarterback. Yeah, but say most, to most of them didn't in
1: play. Yeah. E- ever. Like, there's a lot of the best, but a lot of the best coaches mm-hmm. didn't play football at all. Yeah. I don't want to say a lot of them. There's a quite a, like, I'm trying to think of the guy's name who was at uh, the Georgia Tech, Paul Johnson, I think, who ran that triple option. And, like, no one could stop Georgia Tech running a triple option. Wow. He never even played a uh, down of football in his entire life. Damn. he's like, wrote up some stuff. He just he? liked the options. Like, what? Tell me, what's, what's Saban's
0: football background? I don't think he played anywhere. Can we look that up? I mean, Bill Belichick, like what... Why has Saban owned like a Subway or something? like, this is crazy, what? Yeah, Belichick, I don't know. He looked like he probably worked at a factory somewhere. Oh, he played at Kent State. Who didn't? (laughs) Saban played defensive back at Kent State University upon his graduation in 1973. He had intended to pursue a career in automotive sales. Until the Kent State head coach, Don James, two names for one, hired him as a graduate assistant. Wow. Now he's Nick Saban. That's a bad dude. He could have been Nick Sedan. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: would have been crazy, right? (laughs) Nick Saban Sedans.
0: Could you imagine? That's crazy. I wouldn't buy a car for him a million years. I mean, I know a lot of fucking Mississippi State fans wouldn't. Would you? What do you think? I think that you'd probably be pretty good in that lane. Slinging vehicles? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. Some of those dudes are rich. Yeah, but you have to be the owner to be rich, I think. Otherwise, you just end up smoking and going to AA meetings. Yeah, true. Reno. Yeah, you end (laughs) up in Reno. (laughs) Economy seek to Reno. Dude, Reno, yeah. God, I sure. Oh, I will tell you this. We were there one time. A huge snowstorm hit. A bunch of chicks, like, uh, the, all our shows got canceled. We had to stay there for four days. Yeah. And two buses of, like, co-eds, like, chicks for like, going to their sorority ski trip. They couldn't go up the mountain, so they had to stay there. And we dropped them all. Literally, me and my buddy Jamie Lissa were sitting at the bar, like, man, our lives suck. <laughs> and fucking 250 women roll in. That's a movie. What happened? Sex, bro. Really? Yep. Let's go pretty good uh, not i mean not pretty brief sex you know yeah winter sex some wrestling yeah yeah i should have tagged somebody in what's your
1: out of all the <laughs> out of all the places you've been mm-hmm. what's the what's your
0: favorite r- weird city like favorite place like you wouldn't want to live there probably mm-hmm. but like i just love going there man i really wanted to get to spend a little bit more time up in uh portland maine really Yeah, it's just – it's like such a surprise that it's there because you think it's a lot of people out there fucking, you know, who have lost their eyeballs and shit, you know, out there, people out there just, you know, a lot of people that, you know – hate people that go to Burning Man but wish they would watch Burning Man videos at home as a family. Yeah. You know, like that kind of shit, you know? But, uh but dang, it's, there's just something about it, dude. The cold wind just fucking it pushes. It is cool. I like it too. Pushes you out of the, out of the street. One of the first things I did at Barcel was
1: like a travel show. It was like the uh-huh. Barcel travel show. And um, it didn't really take, I don't know why, well, I'm probably about to say why. So we would like, we had an episode in Portland,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Oregon. Oh yeah, so we went out and shot a, a lot of stuff there, but like we had some stuff planned. We went to like a RV sale, and we got kicked out of there. We just didn't get enough stuff for the whole episode, and we had a we liked our whole season of episodes. They're probably like ten minutes apiece, fifteen minutes apiece. But this one probably had like five solid minutes, six solid minutes, and so we just took a we took a flight to for we were in New York, like a quick flight to Portland, Maine. We shot the rest of the episode and just never said anything about it. <laughs> really. <laughs> Like you watch the Portland episode, it's like half of it's in Maine, half of it's in Oregon. Damn, bro. <laughs> we just never mentioned it. <laughs> Dang, bro. You're like just welcome to Portland. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's wild. One man. time you had an Antifa thing and then
0: you're eating a lobster the
2: next minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like wonder who this lobster's voting for. <laughs> yeah, damn. Dude, I wish they had black lobsters. Those things would be fucking gangbangers, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. In the ocean, dude, if they had some fucking black lobsters. Everybody deals with the Sunday scaries. You know what they are? They're fears, moments where you're like, dang, Monday. Monday's lurking right around the corner. Dang, Michael Monday Myers over there. Just eating candy and ready to chop. It's dangerous like that. That's the Sunday scaries. Those oh shit moments. Oh shit. Gotta do my homework. Gotta, you know, deal, you know. Look, see my children, see my stepdaddy, whatever. Get a job. Well, I don't relax well, I'm telling you that. And with my crazy life, it's hard to shut off my brain. I get Sunday scaries all week. I'd be on Tuesday. I'd be on Tuesday talking about Sunday. People say, dang, sit down, buddy. Have a cold, have a cold water. And I don't sleep well, so you know what helps me or what could help you is Sunday scaries, CBD gummies, They can help you decompress, clear your mind, and fall asleep so you can wake up with a fully functioning human brain and being because you want to function well. Don't you see somebody? They're zombieing around, no shoes on. 2022, it's all about self-loving and taking better care of yourself. So whether you need to take the edge off, calm your racing mind, sleep better, or just chill, Sunday Scaries CBD gummies are the answer. We all have the right to live scare-free, and let me save you a little bit of coin over there with my code. It is Theo for a 25% discount. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code Theo for your discount. That's sundayscaries.com and use promo code Theo for 25% off sundayscaries.com. You know, the NFL action is in full swing over here at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They got touchdowns, big plays, little plays, everything, and big wins. If you like to gamble, if it's safe for you and something you can do safely, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is the place. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team and get $200 in free bets, if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up, same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add to your parlay, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? Some people are betting on it crazy places. Larry's bet tank or whatever. Or Donnie's double down. and you got to drive over there and there's a, some always, they're always burning stuff in the yard. Tighten up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code T-H-E-O to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code Theo, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, oh what I just see in the Netherlands They had Did you see that thing brownies and downies Or whatever it was like Brown syndrome uh, It was people that had down syndrome They incorporated them And they're running a, um, a Restaurant Yeah, And this is it right here And people were giving them hell on the internet But you can go there and get you a good brownie And meet a, meet a You know One of God's Warlords, you know, one of God's, but you know, I have such a soft spot for like heroes. You know, Down syndrome. If if I could, when I have a kid,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a, it's. I mean, they're like they don't have an easy life, and it's. I don't think it's super easy to, uh, I don't know, not raise one, but I, I think it's like a, it, it's hard. Down syndrome's hard, but they're so <laughs> pure and so sweet. I've always said, if there's gonna be like a Down syndrome kid, I'll I'll take one.
0: Yeah. I just love him. I could see you, I could see you doing it. Um we had Chris Nickich on and he's the down syndrome guy who won the uh who finished the Ironman. And so that was like unbelievable talking to him. Did he flex on you? Uh no, he talked like he like likes ch- he you know, he talked a lot about trying to get with some hot blondes, you know. Yeah. Which I get you know totally understood <laughs> that part of it yeah actually the part i couldn't relate to was a lot of like the physical <laughs> that's <bit>. what i was <laughs> <about> to say <laughs> like his his like achievements yeah man he loves smoking hot vons that's what he's called he's like let's get some smoking hot blondes that's what he kept saying <laughs> over and over again man but he that dude yeah he ran like 250 miles um and like swam I and mean, he swam like as far as you could let somebody swim you know but uh, pretty unbelievable. That was crazy. But this place, they have, everybody that works there has Down syndrome. So that's like, and people were giving them a problem. But I think it's kind of cool. What could you give them a problem about? I think people are saying, oh, well, this is wrong, you know. But I think it's like, at least now you can embrace it. Like, welcome to this place. We have Down syndrome. Because what I don't like is when people pretend somebody doesn't have Down syndrome. Yeah, you too know? many people doing that. Well, in our town growing up, they would do that a lot. And it would be like, Eric has Down syndrome, you know? And they're like, no, he doesn't, you know? Be like, <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> well, you know? Like, well, <laughs> he's not doing great today. Yo, his you service know, is just slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At then, least they're doing it in Europe, dude. So he, he serves slow, anyways. Then he didn't get enough rest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but. uh pretty crazy i wonder what other afflictions you could have and also have like a cool place you know and oh uh, establishment be incorporated yeah
1: yeah like if they had Dude, what if there was a where if there was a spot where every every single person had, had like herpes <laughs> like everyone in here has genital herpes <laughs> you fucking hamburger
0: <laughs> hamburgers and herpes yeah <laughs> Bro, what about eggs and eczema? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just go. The guy's like, oh, you want some uh, salt on that? And he just rubs his skin <laughs> oh, off like that. Dude, <laughs> dude what about Pepsi no. and Pepsi? you He's like, hey, you want something to drink? <laughs> Check your crop. Yeah, yeah that would be it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other good ones we could have. Oh, dude, this is great ideas. <laughs> what are some good ones we could do, man? Oh, dude. I know.
1: Sometimes I think about, like, just those names, like the, the strip clubs that serve food. Yeah. Tits and grits. Mm-hmm. Eggs and legs. Yeah. You get, like, hangers and bangers. <laughs> just old, saggy, saggy, <laughs> saggy boobs. No bras. <laughs> and there's every potatoes.
0: Oh. oh. Dude, when I see a horrible tit, it fucking makes my whole body hurt. It really does, man. Oh, same.
1: And, dude, sometimes, and this is just me being transparent and honest. Thanks. Sometimes when I, I'll see someone who has, like, an actual, I saw, this is bad, but this is just a true story. I saw a guy who he lost a—he—I I don't know if he had a burn on his face or he lost an arm, maybe both, but I saw him. I was at the movie theater, mm-hmm. and I saw him, and I did like that. Oh. You know, and it's like. I don't know if he saw me or not, but it's it's a sa- it, There's something in us that you're not supposed to. You recognize it fast. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't take your brain long to to see something like that.
0: To recognize what's going on. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We had a guy that tried to pretend he had both arms for a while in our area, <laughs> and that meant that everybody was going crazy. They noticed it. Yeah, immediately. But you didn't want to say anything. But you thought it, and then people thought they were crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then you have people trying to guess. That was a crazy part. You have people trying to like rip his arm off, like <laughs> just to see if it was, you know. And I'm like, dude, what if it's real? Yeah, just crazy, man. Just ah, uh, people are fucking crazy, man. Being, uh, they just had that woman. What was the woman with the huge breasts they had? Who was that? Remember that? But I look, I say more power to you, Netherlands. I I, I think it's like. You know, I just, it's like, I think if people have down, if they have whatever, let them get out there. I'd love to go to a place if I knew when I walked in, hey, everybody here has herpes. Yeah. So they don't have to pretend that they don't fucking have herpes. Mm -hmm. Because I think probably one of the worst things about having some things is pretending you don't have it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that it would be great if everybody could have herpes in one spot. (laughs) Or you know what I'm saying? What, you know what I'm talking about? They had a lady, big breast lady. Um, Type that in. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think we have a blocker on this computer, and I got to get a new one, dude. I've ended up masturbating the past four days.
1: Oh, really? Because when we were at that camp with Jimmy John, you were on a, a no masturbation. Uh, uh, I think you were like 35 days in or something. I was doing good. And I was trying to convince you to, to jerk it off. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> you're like, dude, why do you keep wanting me to jerk off? <laughs>
2: and I
0: started feeling bad about myself I was like I don't know why I wanted to jerk off (laughs) yeah bro that was a weird flex from you bro I will say that they had a lady with big boobs who uh it was trans person who had big boobs and the kids were loving it at school this (laughs) there you go this lady has got those freaking damn rib bonnets dude she's got some Bangers.
1: There's a place for her at hangers and bangers. Oh, bro. There's no way you, you can you can't there's no way you can park in front of those and not get a ticket, huh? Do you think there could be a place where and this is kind of a good <laughs> look at that one, dude. Oh my god. What what do you think she,
0: What? What is she teaching? Dude, is she is she in white face? Go up. Oh, she probably is, like Lester Holt. <laughs> He's a white dude. I've always th- long thought that. Yeah. He has a very like. Um there you go. I mean, that's white-
1: that's white faced.
0: How can you have huge tits and have a look on your face like you're looking at huge? Tits at the <laughs> <same> time? <laughs> but see, this is how they're tricking people. And this is probably Biden doing this. Yeah. Because they, they're they trying to get more people to accept trans, right? Yeah. And just be more comfortable with it. Mm. So you send in somebody like this. You send in, you know, a real. And, just,
1: and then afterwards, you just take anybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is Trans Malay Anderson right here, dude. <laughs> I mean, they fucking sent in. They put the biggest tits. <laughs> but you don't even notice that they got that wand, baby. They got that yanker, baby. They got that door knocker right under them. And look at those legs. Look like a man's legs. How many commercials, dude? Jesus Christ. (laughs) God, dude. Bro, I bet a bait. I bet. Wait,
1: she teaches a wood chopping class? (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Of course she does, baby. There's a lot of wood in there, dog.
0: (laughs) Can you believe this? But, see, this is how they're going to get everybody, by baiting them with this kind of stuff. Because, you know, it's just been kind of like this weird, like, what's going on. But now, I mean, this is crazy, dude. I mean, this is crazy. And look at that mask, but what? I don't know. And why doesn't she swim? See, if she got in the uh, pool and swam, I would fucking be supportive of (laughs) her. Dude, there's no way that broad would make it off the dock. I mean, there were some damn, goddamn, (laughs) bro. Bro, if one of those bounced into the street, a kid would go get it, dude. Those things are fucking retarded. (laughs) These things are way worse off than anybody that works at that brownie shop. (laughs) I mean, these are the craziest looking tits I've ever fucking seen. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to go in all of that. Dude, who sells that shirt, dude, by the way? Who sells, who sells clothing yeah, for this yeah, type of body? Yeah. yeah, who sells that shirt?
1: Lulu Melons, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My God, brother, and I, you know, it's like I don't even know at what point you're not sexually attracted to a tit. I feel like there's a size, yeah. Do you, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, there is. There's a size where a certain age man is you know, like a, a seven year old guy, be like ah, oh, fucking drool all over that, <laughs> you know. But a decent man who doesn't drive a fucking Honda Civic and is over and is under fucking fifty is not gonna like this.
1: Yeah, she blew past that, dude. That God. whatever that threshold is, she blew past it. Yeah, yeah, Do you think that yeah. she's
0: upgraded though? Do you think that she went right to this? She had like A cups mm. and went right to this. And by she, I mean he. They. Right. Yeah. They. Sorry. A Canadian school board is standing behind a trans teacher who sparked protests after turning up to class with clownish giant <laughs> clownish. <laughs> that seems rude. Giant. I say anything
1: if they put it in quotations. That's <laughs> 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 true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> someone says she look retarded <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to classes with whore jugs <laughs> Yeah, the blonde high school teacher went viral after being filmed operating a cut off saw in class <laughs> <laughs> look at this shit <laughs> but bro that's who's building our fucking houses now that's why there's a back order bro on everything because <laughs> this lady got her fucking tit caught in the saw was an oakville school teacher it refused to identify the educator while warning the wrong person had been named in online reports dude wait say that again
2: Um, they names
1: they misidentified who it was
0: (laughs) oh my bad dude I'm sorry (laughs) Uh, We're sorry, Ms. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're sorry, Professor Arnold. Yeah, we just had a typo. Some disturbed pupils have skipped classes held by the Oakville Industrial Arts teacher who began identifying as female last year. I mean, dude, what grade is it? They're going to skip anyways. Yeah, that's a great point. And and that's probably what happens. 10 or 12 people skipped. You know, they don't want to come and then... (laughs) (laughs) and once you've been there twice it's kind of like when you see the little donkey at the fair yeah you know yeah you don't need to go again dude it yeah it's Tom. yeah the little tom thumb or whatever his name is i've seen him um but wow that's wild but you know what i think you're going to have start to have a lot of people that are going to be doing this identification thing Mm. out of not boredom but out of i want something different in my life yeah i've been a you know I'm not married or I or whatever, or I want to get out of my marriage, I'm gonna per say I'm in a woman, you know. So then at least easy way. I think a lot of people are gonna start using this to get out of different scenarios. And why know? not? It's not a bad idea. Not at all. Your kid comes home, you're like, I'm not your dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm identifying as not your dad. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You look like my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but look at these tits I just got in the mail. (laughs) That's gonna change fast, fucko. (laughs) Those do look self applied too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they do look, bro. (laughs) Those look like they came with adhesive, bro. Wow. What else we got? Anything else in the news going on? Oh, what is it? Do not cook chicken in NyQuil while most of us would recoil in horror from such dangerous suggestions. Adolescents and young adults continue to be susceptible to social media dares like these of oh, NyQuil chicken. What's the pro
1: I mean, uh, I mean, obviously it's crazy, but what's the problem with it?
0: I don't see an issue.
1: I mean, you can take NyQuil. I've always thought that about drinking salt water. It's like I can eat salt and drink water. Why can't I drink salt water? Yeah that's a good like point, i can take know. nyquil before i go to bed
0: i can eat chicken why can't i have Nyquil chicken yeah maybe they don't want the. show maybe they <clears throat> maybe it does something to the pan or something <laughs> i don't know this guy looks it looks like it's just somebody in college i feel like <laughs> honestly <laughs> if you've ever been in college just look like fucking tuesday night dude what do you miss about college man did you love it, or were you kind of like? I actually did. So, because you I, played football, right? You played at North Carolina. Yeah, and what I missed about the most was being around the
1: dude, like the guys, and just yeah. being around people. Because I went and got, like, got a real job, and I was like, you're just not around your friends. But then I made like a very concerted effort to rejoin with friends and like making that a huge priority, and not even like making a ton of new friends, but just like my friends who are my friends, like going out of my way to to make sure I'm around them. And and I feel like I, it's got better because I did miss them really bad. Yeah, but like if I mean I, even when I moved to Florida, like I moved where my friends were living. I go tr- the last two
0: weekends I've been I traveled to go see friends. Oh wow! Just because I missed that part of my life so bad. Yeah, I forget about how important that is. I noticed it just recently going and training like with the same people every day. It's so fun! It's like adds up. It's like I'm I get to be funny. I get to joke around. It's I'm awesome. like normal person. I'm not stuck in my head. Yeah,
1: me me and Will. So I've been working out with Will. It's this place called uh, Boost Fit in Nashville,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's it's a, it's just like a, a big facility. They have a lot of athletic stuff in there, but there's also a school for hockey kids who don't want to go to real school, and it's awesome. They literally just don't go to real school. They do online classes, and they play hockey all day. In Nashville? In Nashville. Wow. And they have every age. So we'll go in there after we work out and we'll like jump in the sauna or showers and then we're just showering. There's a bunch of middle schoolers running around making fun of each other's meats and stuff like that. Why is he not getting naked? You know, so we're just in there listening to it. But it's like, man, this is really this is really what uh what being a guy's all about. Oh, oh my god,
0: dude. Yeah, dog. Look, I've been through some shit, man. We've all been through some shit, dude that's crazy bro I never uh, I don't know some kid I remember tried to show me his dick bro and I told him no yeah and I was thankful for that man um, but kids are ruthless
1: oh they don't care like we'll sit in there and we'll be in the sauna and they'll all be like waiting in line to get in the showers and stuff
0: and it's ruthless yeah they're so mean dude I'm like god he's getting roasted right now. and you want to step in and be like I'm not stepping in <laughs> it's dangerous <laughs> over, over there, there. And when you don't know the lingo, stepping down into a oh, young no. age bracket is way scary, dude. Terrible, terrible. And kids nowadays, it's like they're so on their iPad, you, they don't even notice if you get molested, I feel like. Well, you know, I, mean, I feel like a lot of kids <laughs> wouldn't even. Yeah. True. You know, I don't know. That's insane. We might but, have to take that out. Dude, well, by the time we get. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like when I was young, you weren't looking at your iPad. So, like, you know. You noticed? If you really noticed? You were somebody's iPad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you noticed? Yeah. But nowadays you can't even get the kids' attention. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So depends on what they're looking at. Probably. Yeah, I think it's. But it's like I. You know, I was with my recent. I was with my family recently, and there's some children in our family, and I don't think that they saw me with their eyes for more than two minutes. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's kind of sad, but
1: it's also like, what? What are you gonna do? Yeah, and it's peaceful. And it's peaceful. Yeah. And then as soon as they're, they are hanging out with you, you're like, where's your iPad, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah. You want me to help you
0: find it? <laughs> yeah, the second you get their attention, you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, what do you look at the NFL season kicked off? Who are some teams? What are some of your teams, you think? What do you think this kind of plays out as? How do you think Tom Brady does? How do you think this kind of rolls out for Brady? Dude, I don't know. I've been seeing all the stuff that's going on. He doesn't look good in terms of his just his face well people are saying that i think he's you think his face looks good he looks leaner i just can't tell if he maybe has had something done to his face or if he just looks leaner i think hanging i think if you're married to a model yeah the stuff that y'all are talking
1: about at your house she's always talking about cosmetic stuff and it's probably just easy to fall into that lifestyle of always trying to improve your looks yeah um but do you see what happened with brett Favre? oh yeah he got caught up on that money they bought a gym for somebody yeah that's not good but in terms of the NFL, to answer your question, dude, I, I'm, I think the Bills are a,
0: a wagon. I know. Like, who's doing anything to the Bills? I don't. I can't imagine anyone. But yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know if anybody in their division. I mean, maybe if Miami shows up and shows out one game. Well, my like my best friend from college is Mitch Trubisky, who's a right starting quarterback for the Steelers, and, and he, he was on, a, he was on your show too. He's on Sunday Conversations. I remember. Yep, and he's a
1: great guy. Awesome dude. And, you know, they drafted Kenny Pickett number one or for their first pick. So anytime you take a quarterback first round, that's your guy, right? It's just a pay differential. Like They're paying him more than they're paying Mitch. And so you kind of, you're him. I mean, he's in the toughest spot ever where it's like on paper, Kenny Pickett's going to be the starter of their franchise and like their franchise quarterback. That's what they want to happen, but he has to like step in for a time being. Hopefully, it's a full season, or you know, he's a two-year contract, two seasons. But just always having that weight over your shoulder, and he doesn't say that there's a weight in the shoulder, but like you know that you don't have that, you don't have that room for error. Yeah. And so I thought he's been playing. Like he played last night. I don't know when this comes out. He played last night against the uh, against the old Browns, Browns. <laughs> and he like played pretty good. Like they lost. Like he looked good. Like he
0: looked like an NFL quarterback. He looked like he belonged on the field. But yeah, the pressure on some of those guys, I can't imagine. A lot of that's a high pressure situation. Oh, all of it is.
1: But then I also always think like, I tell him too, it's like, dude, you get, they get paid for that pressure. Like it's not like you're just a high school quarterback and maybe, you know, Friday Night Lights and it's like you have all the pressure, then you just go home and get on your iPad and try not to feel it, whatever. (laughs) But, uh, you know he gets he he gets paid for the pressure, but that's a tough spot to be in. And that's so I root for him really hard. I have a bunch of other friends who are on different teams that play with at Carolina or guys I've met throughout. So I kind of just root for players. I grew up a Panthers fan, mm. but you know I root kind of for players now in the in the pros.
0: So then who do you think you see? So obviously out of the AFC, you see Buffalo. <clears throat>
2: They're
0: going to have to have some massive in- injuries, right? It's not going to be like one injury is not going to take them out. No.
1: Unless it's Allen, which I'm not I don't even want to talk about that, but I don't even he's that dude is a he's a he's a dog though. He's a dog. But they got they have literally every single thing. They have great weapons, he's amazing, they have a great defense. Vaughn Miller somehow dude, I'm a Panthers fan. I told you. Vaughn Miller single handedly beat the Panthers like ten years ago in the <laughs> Super Bowl by himself. <laughs> he was like the MVP of the Super Bowl
0: like twenty five years ago. And he's somehow still like <laughs> wrecking every play. Yeah, I can't believe they ended up getting him. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, they're sick, man. Uh, dude, one night I went out here somewhere and um was with Josh Allen and Dawson yeah. Knox, right? Yeah. And it was so funny. They've both been drinking, and so they they made a bet with each other, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, "Uh, I bet you won't name your kid Fort Knox, right?" That's what, <laughs> that's what one of them bet the other one. And he goes, "I bet you won't name your son Wrench Allen, right?" <laughs> so. <laughs> they're like let's each bet a thousand dollars and i was like now i was like dawson you got to bet you you have to get him to bet more because he gets paid more it's not fair you you have to be comparable and he's like so then josh is like all right i'll bet three (laughs) thousand so i'm like well then dawson just made two thousand bucks because neither one of y'all is going to name your fucking kid that so does vitmo dawson two grand bro (laughs) That's a good bet though. It, I mean, it was a good bet, but it's like neither one of them's gonna follow through. So he just made two grand. I made that dude fucking two thousand dollars. <laughs> he honestly
1: <laughs> owes you at least what? <laughs> yeah, he does.
0: Hundred. <laughs> yeah, probably two hundred. I would say two fifty, probably. But they were arguing about it as I walked off. I heard them kind of fucking. Did you ever hang out with George Kittle here? I know he lives here. No, his sister um taught me yoga for a while. Emma Kittle. Really? Yeah. You like awesome. yoga? I do like it, man. I do like it. Sometimes I just want I, I wish four people would just pull off just completely pull my body apart and run away with them. <laughs> <laughs> <Really? laughs> Cuz I feel like almost once the four forces combine it's just a bad deal, <laughs> you know. You like it, man. You're already pretty tall though. See, you guys are gifted with length. You don't have to deal with what we got to deal with. In terms of what? Just being you're always around yourself when you're smaller. Yeah, you, can, you know. Yeah. It's so quick I touch myself, yeah. you know. I had a uh... Uh,
1: Bobon, you know him? He's like the tallest guy in the NBA.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Oh. He played for the Mavs. He's got trades for the Rockets. Bull. Bowl? bowl? Uh, similar. Okay. But his name's Bobon. Bobon, okay. Yeah, he's like the new version, basically. Dang And, uh, I asked him, I was like, dude, and this is, we haven't put this out yet, but I was like, when you get like, how long does it take you to get a bone Dude, do they get that signal down to your dick? <laughs> like, you get horny in like twenty five minutes later. Yeah, if you got bad thigh fi <laughs> that right, shit ain't going up, dog. I, I wouldn't want to be. I mean, I think that I think that mean you probably got pretty good heights. Yeah, well, I like. I, you know, I I do get admirable of your height. Well, I'm six one. I went to I moved to Florida and I had to get a new ID. Mm-hmm. And I always said I was six two when I was playing football oh yeah because you always go yeah, an inch an inch more but then uh once i finally submitted i'm like i'm 6'1 that's what it, what it is so i go to mm-hmm. the dmv and i had covid i think about the time i went to dmv oh, yeah. i didn't know but it turned out later so by the way you see what desantis did i
0: don't want know we already talked about it the other day on here it's insane, so awesome hilarious but <laughs> so cool <laughs> some people i've read somewhere that rich people were showing up to pet the fucking people and shit <laughs>
1: But I went to the DMV and I was like, she's like, how tall are you? I said, one," And she sent me, gave me my ID, printed you know, print out right there. It says 6'3". Uh-uh, really? I said, 6'3", she said. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of like, who gives a fuck, dude? you going to take it or not? I'm to give it back, it'll be 5'9". <laughs> dude,
0: that's fucking awesome. It's <laughs> like, welcome this, to Florida. This bitch is over there just changing people's lives up. <laughs> uh dude in arizona you only have to get a driver's license every forty. you only have to get your driver's license renewed every 40 years (laughs) can you believe that (laughs) straight roads i mean that's true (laughs) but i think just for id purposes every 40 years you show somebody your ID. it's
2: 40 years ago
0: yeah that's true i guess it is nice because then people just have to take your word for it um but no, I thought that migrant stuff was hilarious, dude. People just shipping migrants around. We had a Border Patrol guy on, and he said, The border's insane. I listened to the episode. He said, People are coming across. He's like, He said, and it's not just like people, like Mexican people, it's all types of people just wandering over. Like people with briefcases that say bomb on the side of them. Bro. Just like crazy <laughs> shit, man. And he said, it's just, he just said it's unbelievable and they don't prosecute him. So they just, it's basically like red Rover. They just keep sending him back. (laughs) Back So that's pretty wild, man. I do like to see, I just like to see him mix it up. I like how DeSantis kind of just mixing it up. Yeah. Mixing it up. Just busting those people. Yeah. It's like, and those people get to see the country yeah you know people are like they're using them as pawns like they just ran across a stream, like fucking 50 miles sometimes to get there even further sometimes so i think a nice bus or is anything a, yeah they deserve a meal at least oh, i'm sure they're feeding them too yeah you know but yeah somebody said that they some lady dropped off like 200 cases of perrier at the fucking <laughs> for these people like what <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <like>. lady <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude I think it's gonna start Getting weird out there The weirdest shit gets, man The first people That are going down Are the rich, man You think so? Oh, in a heartbeat Dude, are you Are you in trouble? No No? I'll never be fucking rich How How how? Uh, fuck that There's bugs in here right now There really is Yeah No, dude, I think uh, No, I mean the Like, people are like Oh Jimmy well, yeah, maybe. Jim. But since he made sandwiches, he may have a fucking. He he might have that that. Yeah, his end. He may have an end with the working class. I think know? there's a certain level of rich that's probably in trouble. Yeah, but it's not Jimmy, and it ain't you. It's between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who it is, man. But if shit gets dicey, I could just see it. Because everybody wants to throw something through a fucking rich person's fucking window. You done that before? Huh? Have you done it? My brother did it, and I watched him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And did it did he feel good after? Oh, it felt good. For you or for him? Both? Mm, he was going through it some shit at the time. I don't know if he loved it. <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs>
0: he could I, enjoy
2: it. You he could enjoy it.
0: But I was right there to enjoy it for him, yeah. dude. <laughs> I've thought about it. I've no doubt I've replayed it in my head probably a thousand times. Sometimes.
1: Dude, there's some rich people here in Nashville. Yeah, there are. Sometimes I th- drove out here. There's a, some house, some some really nice houses, and there's a lot of like famous people who live here too that you don't know about. Yeah. Like, this, you would never know they lived here.
0: Mookie Blaylock lives here. Really? Mookie
1: Betts. I'm about to say, I don't even know who that is.
0: Oh. Yeah. Mookie Betts. But
1: Kirk Herbstreet lives here, right? Kirk Herbstreet lives here. I believe so. Huh. A lot of the announcers live here. Oh, really? Country music stars. So I, I'm assuming they're all pretty rich. I don't know what
0: scale. Yeah, I think some a lot of them do pretty well. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of interesting cats that live out here. Because it's kind of like, and now it's becoming a lot more exposed. Everybody knows now, you know? Well, the, the reason I said Reno's growing earlier is they said the two fastest growing cities in America are Reno and Nashville. No way. Yeah. You know, and I will say this about Reno. It was beautiful.
1: It's an hour away from... You're close. You're close to
0: beauty. Tahoe is beautiful. But it was like set in the mountains. It was kind of like Boise like 20 years ago. Like Boise was like, Jesus, this place is unbelievable. Like there's just nobody here. Yeah. But Reno, it's a lot of just people walking from one AA meeting to the next. A lot of butt stuff going on. Yeah, A lot of, uh, you know, people bumming cigarettes, like not even vapes. (laughs) They haven't heard of vapes, you know, like people still doing cigarettes.
1: Did you listen? Do you ever Mm. listen to the guy, Andrew Huberman? Dude, I, we just asked him to come on. Really? Yeah. So he he uh he just came out with a podcast on nicotine. And I've just been recently trying to get into nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> like I've just been recently trying to
0: really what get do you want to do once to you got of once you what do you want to do? It just seems fun. Yeah.
1: It just seems like something to do and it's it feels like it's a good way to bond with people. Oh yeah. Um but but I was I listened to his podcast on and he just dropped a, a podcast on nicotine. Mhm. But I was just podcasting his podcast and alcohol and it was yeah. so depressing. Yeah. Alcohol's not good for you at all. Mm-mm. Nothing about it. There's Mm-mm. not even a plus.
0: Yeah. I was bummed. I still am kind of bummed yeah. about it. It's making me like just feel bad. Well, do you ever think that alcohol will become a thing of the past? Like, you know, there's a lot more people. What kind of bug is that, damn? I just want one of those uh let me see if I can get that bitch real fast. Good luck. You think man. it's bothering the audio or no? Uh, never mind um do you think that like alcohol will kind of fade out because mushrooms have become a lot more popular see a lot of people milling around on mushrooms at parties fucking funerals whatever people want to enhance the experience yeah you know funeraling funeraling on mushrooms now is a big thing yeah um i don't know i
1: think they're gonna have to be have a replacement for the likes because even mushrooms is like it sometimes you not have the, the coolest conversation of all time and by cool, I just mean, like, under control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you know? true. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, alcohol is, like, it's a nice social lubricant. Like, you can have a couple of drinks and, like, have a great conversation. You can do it with your parents. You can do it with your friends. Like, you might not want to have mushrooms with your parents. That's true. But yeah. they, if there's a replacement, dude, the hangovers are are terrible. And as I'm getting older, they get worse and worse. And I listen to this podcast. And in the podcast, he's like, if you have one or two drinks a week, then, like, raises your cortisol, which I guess is, like, your – you're feeling anxiety levels. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, even... So if you don't have it, you're just automatically raising your your anxiety just walking around all the time. I didn't feel like I had any anxiety walking around all the time. And now I'm starting to think about it. Like, am I feeling anxiety right now? I had one or two drinks. where I have 45.
0: And so I'm trying, I'm trying to like damn well, i think also the word anxiety has started to be used for like any type of feeling if people even have a thought they're like oh fuck yeah that's how i'm feeling so now i'm trying to get into nicotine get addicted to that and he
1: has a new podcast on that i like this dude's trying to sabotage my life <laughs> i'm not listening to it yeah well you already did man <laughs> not the nicotine one
0: well yeah i think you should steer clear from that probably especially if the other one did that to you but i'm it's interesting like people will be like i'm having anxiety about my schoolwork it's like you haven't done your fucking schoolwork. That's why. I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's due in seven hours <laughs> and you're about to go to sleep. That's not anxiety. <laughs> you haven't fucking done your work. <laughs> like that's the weird thing about the word anxiety. It's just getting really, really like kind of tossed around in everything. Um, And that is true
1: on a serious level. That is true. Yeah, it said. is.
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's one thing. It's really it's pillaging like a lot of like vocabularies and people getting on meds. Um, they said 70% of adults in America are on one type of medication. What is it? I'm not sure. They didn't say, but then they said 30% are on two types of medication. So just fascinating to think how much meds are going into people. Dude, I heard a, a thing.
1: So my brain is just like, I only, I listened to like a podcast and I'll hear like one thing. And I don't remember which podcast it was or who said it or if it's true, but then I'll just remember it. Mm-hmm. they said that Cialis actually makes you smarter. Uh-uh. Like it helps you, and and it it makes you, you don't have as much uh, a likelihood of getting, uh, what is it called? Not ALS. um,
0: Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. Cialis. If you're a regular user of Cialis. Damn. I've been, I I mean, I've been, I've used all that shit over the years. Dude, I once went and lived with a man because he had a viral prescription and I could (laughs) chirp half of his pills, dude, to date, bro. That's pretty sad. Uh, Um uh i mean and he was a straight man everything but it was like i knew he had him he was older yeah. and so i knew he had that script so i would go in there and sneak and like nibble a piece <laughs> off the side of one like hoping he wouldn't see it i'd get like a little just a little nibble but um dude i think one of the issue uh i used to take those gas station ones you know yeah those rhino 600s or whatever. Right. And the ones that came out, they had a camo edition that came out for a while. And those bitches, man. I remember going to this girl's house one night in Florida. And I'm trying to engage in sex. And my nose just starts (laughs) bleeding all over her. Just like straight out of my brain, bro. Like, just ideas I had just flowed right out (laughs) onto this lady, bro. God, some of that shit's bad for you. But I'm glad that they're making it better. Dude,
1: know who really got screwed? Who? Jewel. The singer? Maybe.
0: God, I loved her.
1: The uh the nicotine like industry oh, jewels.
0: Jewel. Jewels. Jewels. Jules.
1: I was yeah, they, they got outlawed. They got banned. Yeah, really? They're like, oh, this is not safe. Banned. Wow. They can't make it anymore. But <laughs> there's one million,
0: <laughs> one million
1: other alternatives. Yeah, They're all completely legal. <laughs> and the guys at Jewel are like, what
2: the fuck?
0: Wonder what they did that was so bad, huh? They must have pissed somebody off. They did part of the Manning family. Don, yeah, yeah, probably so, huh? <laughs> Donnie Jewel over there. Um I'm trying to think what else we can get into. Oh, so you got you got the Bills coming out of the AFC, who do you have coming out of the NFC? NFC?
1: Uh, Packers. I think Rodgers gets it figured out. Yeah. Dude, he's like he's so good. Even when they lose, he looks so good. All he has to do is get a couple dudes to like figure out what he's doing. Because mm. you really want a quarterback, and then guess like playoffs. Who cares about the regular season? When you get to the playoffs, you want a quarterback,
0: right? Who's 100%. cool
1: and who can make it happen when it matters.
0: Yeah, rarely does somebody go. Re, somebody rarely wins without a quarterback. I almost put I almost put a futures bet on
1: on uh on the Packers on the Barstool Sportsbook. I was like I was going to put like a bunch of money on them to win the Super Bowl, and then. Uh, and then I I realized the odds were kept going. They kept on changing like I was going to lose money. It's like this Tennessee game we're going to. I bought tickets. They're so expensive. Now Tennessee's undefeated. I'm trying to sell them again. They're, caught, they're going for less than when I bought them. I'm no like, they're way. undefeated. Really? Yeah, you can lose money trying to make future decisions like that. My investments have always been bad. Oh, I made a lot of poor investments,
2: man.
0: Mm-hmm. Not even bad. It's just like every time I play the stock market crypto, all I just lose. It's like... How do I just do it? Does, I, I'm like, does this just happen to everybody? And I we're all just being duped? I think it does. That's what I feel like. I feel like we all get duped pretty easy. I buy. I still, last time I was on the podcast, you made fun of me for Bitcoin. We
1: talked about it. I still buy a Bitcoin every day. Every <laughs> single day. I buy Bitcoin every day. It can and get, it just goes down every day. Yeah, it could go either way for <laughs> every you. Every day. Dude, it could go either way for you. And even if it goes up, I'm never going to sell it. So it's just going to, I'm just paying, I don't know. It it makes no sense.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's just like we get caught into wanting to be a part of like the game or whatever's going on. And it doesn't seem real. Also, when you do stuff on your phone and shit, it doesn't seem real. Yeah, it doesn't. It seemed like kind of fictional stuff, you know? And selling like, I don't know if you've ever sold something like that, like sold a stock or
1: sold crypto, like super stressful. And you got to pay so much tax. I just don't do it. So I just buy the stuff (laughs) and what a
2: ride.
1: (laughs) Basically just kissing money goodbye, dude. (laughs)
0: I'm, I am a poor, poor, I was going to say with money, but just poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you saving up now? Do you think, do, do you think that Nashville is going to be a place that you'll come back to? What does that look like for you? Do you think? I'm trying to give it, so I'm going to be here till February for sure. Okay. And I'm going to give it that amount of time to
1: like basically feel feel it out. And it's growing on me too. Like the more I'm here, the more I think I understand it. I understand the appeal of it.
2: Oh yeah. Because if you come
1: to Nashville the first week and you go, you're going Broadway. And if you have someone come in, they're going to want you to go to Broadway. Right. So it takes longer to like expand outside of that little strip to see like what's really going on here. Why do people like it? But I think the reason why people like it is I think it's super accessible. Yeah. In terms of people, like even like high profile people, whatever, come down here, like models will come here, but they're not, if you go to Miami, you got to dress up. You got to be seen. You got to look cool. You got to be going to the right place, the right people. Here, it doesn't matter the type of person that comes. Everyone can go everywhere. Yeah. You can wear whatever.
0: Yeah, that is true. That, yeah, I think that's something nice about it. It feels comfortable. Things feel very accessible here. Yeah. Like my buddy invited me to a concert when I was going to see Black Crows. Mm. He's like, do you want to go? I was like, sure, I'll go. In 12 minutes, I was parked and we were walking across the street yep. into the uh, amphitheater. You know, it's like, things are really, really accessible. Um, Honestly, my biggest worry about Nashville is just about how how popular
1: it's getting and how many people like it. So I'm like, if I do, because I'm looking to like, buy somewhere, like try to... Even just settle down, even if I don't buy, like settle down in one spot yeah. for more than six months. Cause I've been pretty much doing six months here, six months there. And Nashville's gonna be so different in like five years, ten years. I know. Everywhere changes, but the rate that Nashville's changing is like you might sign up for something, but you don't necessarily know what you're gonna get.
0: Well, it's one of the last cities in the South that is um growing really. A lot of cities have experienced a lot of issues. Um and it's one of the last, like, kind of southern cities, I feel like. Know who I love, but they have no good airport or else I would think about going there? Mobile, Alabama. Oh, really?
1: You've been there? Yeah.
0: That's a nice city. That's a very, very southern nice city. I stopped over there and saw a buddy of mine in recovery on Thanksgiving. You were both crying in his fucking yard. Shit was insane. But, um, yeah, I like it down there. I got a uh, half-sister that lives over there in uh, Spanish Fort. Yeah, it's nice down there. It's almost like they're pretending like it's Florida, but it's fucking Alabama.
1: Yeah, it's I,
0: I really think it has like a charm to it. it. Kind of feels like Charleston a little bit. Oh, it does. Downtown. They really made it nice. Yes. Yeah, I think as as more development goes on over there, because it's gotten real busy in that area. Um
1: What happened with the golf? Oh, uh, with the golf? Basically I realized. So my whole thing was like, and I was dead serious about it. People thought I was messing around and it was yeah, I knew it was funny to Seven say strokes on what was it? I was fit, my first round I was fifty one strokes over par. Okay. So if like par seventy two, I was like one twenty one. And okay. so I was like, over the next <clears throat> lifetime, I'm gonna get shave fifty one strokes off, be a scratch golfer, and then from there I, my dream is to go pro on some level. I mean, it doesn't be PJ tour, the time to live wasn't a thing, but is it still a, a dream? It's still a dream, but mm-hmm. I'm not doing working towards it. Okay. Yeah. Which is literally the definition of a dream. Kind yeah, of. That's true, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the reason is because I love what I do so much. Like I love working at Barstool so much. I love traveling around, making my videos. I realized maybe this is attainable in terms of if I really did, and I have different resources than everyone else probably has if they were trying to go after this. Like I knew people who were like the top, Chris Como, who was like Tiger Woods golf coach. Yeah. Was like working with me. Wow. But because of Barstool and... Just good networking and like I had something to offer him too, and of of a platform. So I had I was sponsored by uh, Taylor Made and G Four. Like G Four is my clothing sponsor, and Taylor Made was my club sponsor. So
0: you were all ready to be on the tour. I you was just honestly the game. I
1: did make it. I was pro because I was getting paid to be sucky. Yeah. But um, so I had like way more resources. So if I think and I have like a I'm not a su- great athlete, but I'm like a good enough athlete where. I think I'm past a threshold of what you have to be to be a professional golfer. Uh-huh. And I do think I have the mind for it. But I realized you have to do this every single day and you can't. I couldn't have made videos, traveled, done any of the stuff I love to do. Mm. That The lifestyle that I worked so hard to get to, like I worked so hard to get to the lifestyle that I love. And I was going to have to just like cancel it out to just play golf every day. And I was like,
0: it's not it's not worth it to me. I'd rather just be a dream. Well, it's, it's interesting because you're kind of living one dream. Yeah. It's hard to dream jump. <clears throat>
1: That's kind of what I realized. And it sounds so obvious, but I was like, dude, I'm already living a dream. Why am I going to cancel out something I know I already have to go for something I might not get?
0: I could break my back and just have n- neither thing. Yeah, dude. Oh, that'd be the worst, bro. If you were... Do they have any wheelchair guys on the PGA Tour? They have a dude who
1: is, he's on the PGA, but his name is Jake Olson. He played long snapper at USC, wow. Southern Cal, mm-hmm. and he's blind. Oh, wow. And bro, he is, I think he's like a, I want to say he's like a seven handicap. Like he's like, he's amazing at golf. He plays with his dad. His mm-hmm. dad goes out there, puts the ball down, oh. tells him what how many yards it is, lines him up to the to the shot, and he smacks it. Damn. I might have lied about his handicap. He, he is technically handicapped though. <laughs> yeah. <he laughs> is, <bro>. so, yeah. <laughs> But dude, he, he's and he's an awesome guy, and that I mean that's an accomplishment, bro. People awesome. are like, "Hey, what's your handicap?" And he's like, oh, uh,
0: handicapped, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blind, yeah, all of it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, a friend of mine took a picture one time with OJ, and they like snuck a knife out and held it up, like while they were taking the. Uh, oh no, that's not what happened. A friend of mine, a friend of mine, took a picture with OJ Simpson one time, and they sent it to me, and it was like they were holding up like a black glove, like they got on the <laughs> outside of the picture. <laughs> and I always look at that. You man. should get him on this show. <laughs> I've thought about it, man. There's definitely some unique guests that we would like to have on, you know? Um, I've always liked how you pick people who are like interesting people, not necessarily like the, like the biggest, I mean, you
1: have the biggest stars on, but then I feel like you go for the people who are like interesting.
0: Yeah. I go for what's kind of just in my, what feels fun to me right now. Who am I? Like who's popped into my radar, my little world and would be kind of interesting to talk to. I've realized that some kind of guests I'm not that great at talking to. Um, but uh who's your white whale Ooh, that white whale you know i would really like to have macklemore on i think would be cool
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: why um i just i'm just intrigued by him you know i'm just intrigued by his kind of his journey he's been through like dealt with like sobriety and stuff mm. like that sometimes that kind of stuff's interesting because people are battling their own demons you know uh he's a golf guy too is he mm-hmm. huge Oh wow, that's cool. He has like a golf line. I was a huge fan of, I mean, who
1: wasn't? Yeah, you like couldn't me, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at us. Yeah.
0: I was a huge fan. Oh, I can dance again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I get, I mean, obviously, there's some other people I think. Kevin Spacey, I think, would be real interesting. Um is he in jail? No, no. he's in Europe, I think. <laughs> uh Michael Landon, deceased. Uh, who else, man? Who else is some real? Oh, uh Jared Leto, I think, would be nice. He would be good. Yep. Nate Diaz. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about yourself, man? Because you got some you had some real hitters on Kodak Black. That was so wild. He should you would love Kodak. Really? Oh yeah. Is he a real nice guy? Yeah. But
1: so our interview was at 3 15 AM? Uh PM. Yeah. In the afternoon, and at Pompano, where he lives. And we shot the interview at twelve thirty at night. Hey. <laughs> Well, it it was fine. It was like, hey, this is what we signed up for.
0: Hey, Kodak Black, dog. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It is what it is, dog. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I do. I'm not living by this white clock. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, bro? (laughs) He's great. You would love him. He's awesome. Yeah, he seems real interesting. Oh, I want my
1: white whale right now is, I kind of have two. Mine is, uh, you know, the guy who used to be on the Howard Stern show, Uh, Beetlejuice? Yeah. He's a white whale for me. Oh, he seems great. I saw a cool clip of him the other day. He just doesn't do, he doesn't, uh, he lays low. He's alive, but he lays
0: low. Is he? He must have a liver issue, huh? I know he's on dialysis. I don't know what. Uh, oh, that could be liver. I don't know what that's for. I think diabetic, right? I don't
1: know. Something. I don't know either. I don't yeah. even know if I was supposed to say that. But Yeah. Um, and Jameis Winston is my, he's probably my more obtainable. I would love to have Jameis on. Oh, that'd be cool. I feel like he's got a
0: lot of thoughts. Yeah, dude, I think he'd be perfect for your show. Actually, He just because uh, his eyes seem real creative. Like you don't know what's going on sometimes. There's there's something going on in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think that that would be pretty tight. Yeah, it's interesting, and it all you know. I'd love to have Boosie again. I think would be fun. Boosie would be cool with you guys too. Yeah, I mean, I feel fortunate. Like yeah, it's fun to just kind of kind of get us to sit and chat with folks, dude. We got to go. Um, when we we're over at Jimmy John's, that uh, we got asked to go hunting. Yes um with michael waddell who's like the goat of hunting right yeah he's a real woodsman I, th- I believe you know from what i've seen yeah what happened with brett Favre? he did that It's looking bad for him i'll tell you this i walked into a i'll tell you this i walked into a restaurant one time brett Favre was sitting in there eating with his family i think and I didn't say anything to him uh-huh. Some people Wanted to take pictures with him But he kind of like Asked them if they would Take him from far away It was with him Sitting in the background Eating <laughs> <laughs> Which seemed insane bro So there was like A string of like Five kind of like Women you know Or yeah. you know like People with tits I don't know what to call them Nowadays Yeah right But And they were just All kind of smiling <laughs> Just sitting there <laughs> Just eating shrimp At this table dude <laughs> So that's an insane ask. So what I'm saying is I think he stole the five million. <laughs> you know I'm saying, bro? <laughs> I mean, that's facts. Here you go. Michael Waddell right there. And he killed something right there. What is that? A damn Doberman. What? I can't see that. That's oh, a deer.
1: I'm excited, dude. I'm actually nervous that I'm, I'm a little nervous that, uh, I'm nervous that I won't like it. Cause I've never been before. I've, I've done like, I mean, I've shot guns and stuff like that. And I actually went out one time and tried to kill a deer mm-hmm. and didn't. And uh, I'm nervous that I will get out there because so many people I love, love it. And I want to be a part of it. It seems like such a fun activity to do and such a good hobby. Yeah.
0: And as you get older, did you need more hobbies? Yeah. i got to get some good hobbies, man. I think I'm a little bit nervous. Like I wish we had to fight the animal with a knife. For me, I feel like then it seems more fair. You could do that with pigs, I think. Yeah, but even then, I think they somebody kind of holds them, and you st- run up and stab them. <laughs> seems like Jesus, dude. What's different about that than killing with a gun from like five five meters away? And, but this seems even like fucking more Italian or something. Like, <laughs> why are we doing this, man? That's just sausage, bro. But yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's like there's two guys you barely know. They're fucking, and sh- you just run up and shank them. But that's what
1: I like for hunting is like I do feel a part of me I want to be a part of the yeah. adventure and I want to love it but I would be lying if I said there wasn't a part of me it's like I have a gun I got a gun yeah I'm going to win this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, What what's the challenge? But yeah. I know there
0: is one I just don't understand it fully and I'm excited for Michael to teach us about it Yeah and I think he said there's different options of things that we could shoot you know, or things that we could trap or kill. I wouldn't mind setting something up. You strangle something, a duck, you know, which seems like it'd be easy to catch. In like a dude. Well, I was living in Florida. You can kill
1: the iguanas. Oh wow! If you want, you can you can hunt the iguanas in your backyard, mm-hmm. and and uh, snakes and pretty much I think Florida pretty
0: much anything really you, if you want. Yeah. Oh wow! And what can you are you like when you can just go do it whenever? Yeah. Oh wow! You're supposed to because they're overgrown. They having so it's are, now it's fucking just every <laughs> regular somebody works at Chase Bank it's his fucking responsibility <laughs> I guess dude cuz they're just going everywhere <laughs> So now this dude's buying a bow and
2: arrow he's just
0: <laughs> <laughs> driving around at night cuz the city's telling him to <laughs> Bro I'm telling you the government is fu- it is falling apart a piece at a time and it's getting it we're all everybody's doing the they got dogs hunting drugs now like it's all fucking falling apart man It's not going to end well dude it's not gonna end well i don't know yeah I mean, you might be right man who do
1: you want to hunt the drugs
0: no i don't What <laughs> the dogs do it, yeah, you're you right know? that's true yeah and they probably got cloud and shit amongst other dogs dude i was in uh you know muffin find a gram.
1: i was i was in so I, I was part of a dog fight okay and one of my friends has a big pit bull wait will you cut that ac on real quick brother thank you man one of my friends has this big pit bull and he got into a fight. I won't name names. My friend will be embarrassed, but his, his dog attacked another dog on the side of the street and it was getting walked. It was in Boca Raton. So his dog attacked another dog on the side of the street. And this, this other dog is getting walked by old, it's Boca. So you can imagine oh, what the yeah. lady's looking like. And, uh, and it's just tearing this dog up and I'm supposed to be watching. He, he's working out. I'm supposed to be watching this dog. And I'm in the pool <laughs> swimming around. <laughs> All of a sudden I hear, rrr, rrr. So, oh my God, hop out of the pool, go out there. It's tearing this little dog apart yeah. uh, and this lady's screaming. So, and that's a whole, it's a uh, long story. so brazzers. Anyways, I had to, I had to pick up, I had to pull the pit bull off this other dog. I think it was a golden doodle. Ooh. I had to pick it up and I, and I got it off, but as soon as it, landed, it jumped up, and that dog bit me and walked into my arm. The little one. The little one. Ooh. And it was, because it was scared, and it wouldn't like a. for, it felt like 30 seconds, but it was probably one second. So I had to go to the hospital, everything. So I got it all figured out. The next week, the next week, I'm going through the Charleston airport, and I got a long flight back to New York. This is a while ago. And I had taken a little bit of an edible of, of yeah, weed. baby, huh? And so just for, no, nothing crazy, but yeah, just to get home. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I was as soon as I got to the airport I probably took it like 30 minutes before I got to the airport as soon as I get to the airport I'm like kind of I'm like feeling it you know I'm just I'm a little aware yeah. of everything that's going on and not at the same time Yeah. and this this police officer walks up to me as I'm going through TSA and he said hey brother come here and I said, oh man I was like what's this going to be he's like hey um, we have these, these uh, bomb dogs out here and we, we're testing them. We need we need you to walk through TSA, and we're going to give you this little uh, – it was like a little packet. He's like, you just put it in your pocket, and it smells like a bomb. <laughs> He's like, just walk through TSA like you're normal, and just we're going to see if the dogs notice. <laughs> so I'm high as a kite walking through TSA, and I just got attacked by a dog the week before. <laughs> <laughs> I not understand <laughs> and finally it's my time it's, it's my time to go through the thing and I'm looking at the dogs I'm looking around and by the way they didn't tell other people in TSA line Oh, because it's a long TSA line with a hundred other people yeah that's miscommunication <laughs> and, and so I walk through <laughs> and of course they're roo, roo, they're up on me I'm losing my mind I, I'm freaking out the whole airport's looking at me this
2: guy's got a bomb <laughs>
1: oh damn dude. bro I made it out of life, but yeah, I don't, and I
0: don't, I don't, I don't mess with dogs like that anymore Yeah, in terms of breaking up their fights. If they're going to fight, best man wins. Yeah. Somebody else that God, you know, that's God or nature. Like nature does all kind of shit that we try to stop a lot of times. That's insane. Flooding dog fights. It's like, you got to think like, but it flood. Yeah. nature's <laughs> doing it. We're like, we'll build this little wall. And nature's like, bitch, you fucking out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> um I remember one time they had uh <clears throat> <clears throat> um oh shit I think it was about an animal but I forgot oh well um yeah I think we might have covered maybe everything Caleb is there anything else we didn't cover really no <clears throat> dude I don't think oh so. we want to go hunting we're supposed to go with Michael Waddell
1: yeah and I'm really excited about it I mean I don't you have you hunted a lot I don't know you seem like you'd be someone who hunted
0: a lot but I don't think you have and I'm wearing this today too yeah for hunting yeah So, I have, I wouldn't say I've hunted. I did a lot of peeping timing and stuff when I was was real young, you Mm know. Um, I have been on, I used to shoot snakes. I used to work on this farm and we would shoot snakes all afternoon Mm -hmm. uh, with like handguns and stuff. But I wouldn't say I've hunted, you know. I'm trying to think of anything else that I've, oh, my brother and I shot a dove last week. Um... And I've had recently my brother cooked some raccoon, and we did have some squirrel as well. So you haven't hunted, is what I'm taking from this. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I guess I haven't. It'll be Jesus. fun. It'll be our, both of our first times.
0: That's true, huh? Yeah.
1: First time hunting. I mean, it's a good guide to go with. Oh, we yeah. don't like it with him. We're not gonna like it.
0: That's true. And he was,
1: and he's awesome too. He was at. Dude, I don't know what Jimmy is okay with us saying and, and not, but his that. Little group he puts together, yeah, is such a uh, eclectic and awesome group of people for that little trip. It's like a summer trip. I don't know if you talked about it on here or not. Yeah, I
0: have talked about it. Yeah, we got to go to uh, Jimmy John does a Jack Pine, uh He does a summer camp every year in Wisconsin, and that's kind of where you and I kind of got to kick it and hang some. Yeah, um, yeah, and there's like music and just good food, macaroni, uh, great people. You'll just be sitting around. And you'll have it's like
1: billionaires yeah not just jimmy but there's other like huge dudes and then there's michael waddell there's you there's guys who are like titans of industry then there's country singers nascar drivers and then they're just families normal people Emil lagrassi's
0: there yeah was there beef jerky owner yeah was there beef jerkies. and then you're just kind of sitting around you're hanging and just kind of like a cool interesting vibe yeah we played some uh volleyball that was awesome people played music Caught some carp and some northern, what else, man? But I've heard it's well, I don't know. I was up there the year earlier, yeah, and it was fucking bananas, yeah, dude. Yeah, I've heard. It's you been had different. Vince Neal out there losing his gills, <laughs> you know, dude. You had uh, Kid Rock out there, just, yeah. Him and Travis Trevor throwing shoes at each other. I mean, <laughs> shit was fucking lit, man. Yeah, maybe next year'd be like a happy medium.
1: Because I think this year was very conservative, it felt like. It's my first time. Yeah, it was it was low key. But everyone was like telling stories about the years past. Like, oh, yeah. oh dude, you should have seen last year. Yeah, you should have been there. Yeah, it's like being in
0: high school, like, dude, but the last senior class,
1: oh. they were crazy.
0: Yeah, that was always it, huh? Did y'all have a big senior thing that happened at the end of the year? Like a big like competition or anything like that? I don't remember. Dude, I don't have a good memory.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I wonder what that is. I think, dude,
0: I was like, he been podcast. I think it could be drinking. Yeah. But it could be just, we could just be naturally have bad memories. Could have been cocaine for me. I don't know if cocaine does anything to your brain or not. But... Feels like it could. Football.
1: Football's a oh, good one. yeah. CT. There's a lot of ways to hurt your brain, but, dude, you're only here one time. Yeah, that's and true. And you only need your brain to tell you about, what, Forty five? Yeah, probably sixty. Sixty? Yeah, I (laughs) was a little (laughs) early, dude. I've always been bad about that though. I've always been like, dude, when
0: I'm dude, when I'm twenty-nine, I won't. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bro, when you were a kid and you see somebody that's like 35, like this fucking (laughs) geezer. Yeah, this fucking ancient guy with this mustache. (laughs) Yeah. God, just like molest me or leave, bro. God, you're fucking creeping everybody. On my iPad, dude. I don't even care. Yeah, I'm on my (laughs) iPad. Caleb Presley, you can uh, check him out on Sunday Conversation. And how often does it come out? So during this – Sunday Conversation is a part of our In- Barcel NFL show. Okay.
1: It's a segment. Okay. So, like, the whole idea behind it was, um, like, the NFL countdown. I think it's that's what has it. Is sun, they have Sunday Conversation. Got it. Which is a one-on-one right. conversation. It's like, what's our interview segment going to be? And then a guy, a Barcelona name, Ron, was like, Sunday Conversation. Yeah. Which – was have Glennie Balls eat some ice cream. It'll be a Sunday. And so that's how it started. And then it's kind of took on this life of its own, but it runs during football season. It's part of our football show. So it's every Sunday
0: for football season. Every Sunday. Oh, okay. I get it. That's Mm -hmm. when it comes out. Yeah, man, I had to eat some mushrooms before I went on mine with you. Really? Yeah, I was just not feeling good, man. I needed something just to, I was just, I'd been just going through this over a time period. I just had been feeling really like, just like, just depleted. Yeah. So nothing crazy. It's one of our highest viewed episodes of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I like being in there and seeing Glenny in there. And I love seeing him, you know. That's why I always every guest I'm like, "You met Glenny balls yet?" And if they say no, I'm like, boy, You're in for it." Yeah, it's just it's like it's just such a uh, he's you got to see that. He does. And you don't see that in the you don't see that in the wild. And his legend's growing. Yeah. Or you don't see that in captivity. That's just something you see in the wild. Yeah. And in some ways, I try to make sure I don't,
1: I just let him, you know, let him be. Yeah. We go to a new city. We went to Tampa last week for Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And I knew he's going to get there a couple of days early. He's going to leave a couple of days late and he's going to be in Tampa for a while. <laughs> yeah. He'll show up for a 15 minute interview and he'll eat some ice cream, but he'll be in Tampa
0: for <laughs> <Yeah>. a while. <laughs> yeah, man. He's almost like a warm front. Mm. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't control him when he's coming. and You don't know when he's leaving. <laughs> you don't know what he's going, dude, but you know some people's going to be wet. <laughs> That's all you know. Uh, Caleb Presley, man, thanks so much for your time. Dude, I look forward to We'll going on our first hunt. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll have, to video, we'll, have to, we'll have to shoot a little video or something, maybe. That'd be really fun. I would like to do more stuff in Nashville with you. Yeah, it'd be fun, man. Me too, bro. Thanks for being here with us. Cool.
2: Now I'm just floating on the breeze, and I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone oh but when I reach that ground I'll share this piece of mind I found I can feel it in my bones but it's gonna take
1: ladies and gentlemen I'm Jonathan Kite and welcome to Kite Club a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand up stories and seven ways to pleasure your partner the answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head.
2: You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long—longer than anybody else. So great.
0: Aye, sweetheart. Easy, deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Do I mean? Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry.
2: Sorry, sir, but our ice
0: cream machine
1: is broken. Oh, I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is, tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is, tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.